0: The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. What's up? Jimmy, phenomenal. Garden Report coming to you. That's right, baby. Phenomenal. Almost a full house. Josue Pavone, um, last minute. Working late. He's working late. We we worked out Josue right before the game and realized he wasn't (laughs) good to go, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that that happens sometimes. Uh, Blakely Blakeley's going to join us as well, so it's the, close to a full house. Yeah, there's
1: really no reason to like push no it in the push preseason. It. In the preseason, we're load managing know, like, in the preseason. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's a it's a rest rest game. There's Which, a couple more games to go. Here,
0: so. According to the NBA, isn't a thing.
1: yeah john you you had a good tweet that's exactly what i what i thought
2: (laughs) i didn't see the tweet i have to find it he goes
1: did adam silver write this report
0: (laughs) it was so ridiculous it it could only be that right they didn't cite the research they just said we did it and and it and it told us it's not real (laughs) yeah it told us that uh just doesn't matter let me look at it yeah load management's not real yeah. None of these right. results are uh, Oh
1: yeah,
2: they <laughs> sent Joe Dumars out.
0: <laughs> it's closed.
1: Yeah, just like the guy said it, that none of it was none of it like added up. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it turns out there's no such the thing. The numbers they did
0: it. is that it's hurting the bottom line. <laughs> well they're doing <laughs> exactly. going up. They're doing a TV deal. Yeah. Um, but anyway, preseason game number three, first chance for uh, uh, Jimmy and I to have our say. Uh, Jimmy yeah. Coscano was touring the world um and just back the u.s had a great time it was good to
1: get away you know reset get ready for the season i had to just sort of clear clear everything out and now um you know i'm ready to accept uh this new Celtics season and i'm ready to go yeah uh i have a clear mind now so
0: and i was legit load managing but i've caught up i've done my homework i've watched all three games
1: i went to california and colorado john it was a good time that was good. How was Goose? You would, you would really love Goose. I've seen them. I told you. Oh, you've seen them. I didn't know that you I, saw them. Yes, I've seen, I, told
0: you, I, I told you. I told you. I wanted. I was curious your opinion. I think they're great.
1: So here's the thing. Now I can give you my honest opinion. Unbelievable live band. Unbelievable. So like, if you tell, <laughs> hey, go listen to Goose, and you just they go on your Spotify or whatever. That's no, fine. It has but to it's be live. Not even close to what it's like. No. Live, and I saw them at Red Rocks, which made it even that much better. So. Yeah. Um, I won't go on. They're unreal. They, they shred. Really good. It's, it's a they shred. Really, they had really some good. great covers too. They covered yeah. Prince. They covered four non-blondes, like really cool cover, versions. Are you going to go to the yeah. Sphere, Jimmy? Oh my God. I was talking to my friends about the Sphere. I cannot wait to go to the Sphere. I, you know what I want to see at the Sphere? Oof. And I know people are going to have their snide. Literally. I want to see Coldplay at the Sphere. I think yeah. that would be unbelievable. Sky full of stars comes raining down on the screen. And like, I mean, listen, I know people are going to like the funny...
0: Colpey, yeah, but I don't care. Colpey, it's something. a new, it's a new format this season. Uh, we're gonna do our our what? Our, let's call it, let's call it pie talk at the beginning of the show, and oh. then we'll wait for you guys to kind of <laughs> talk. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do pies and pickles at the beginning of the show <laughs> and wait for you guys to flood in, and yeah. then we'll start talking about uh, about the concert game. It's venues. Itself, yeah, it, we're we're catching up for the first time. Jimmy and I haven't really yeah. had a chance to talk about uh, the Patriots. We'll get into that too. Oh. You don't Ooh. want me to. You don't want me to. Oh,
1: you don't want me to go there, John.
0: Poor Taylor. I was pull the this.
1: clips. Pull the clips from last year. Pull the clips from. Prior. Pull all the text conversations with my friends. I got receipts. Oh my god. For I was. Years. I
2: was telling Amit, this is not the kind of season Taylor wants to cover.
1: <laughs> no, this he reminds wants... me of honestly, Bobby. This reminds me of when I I was I was stuck covering the Red Sox. Like it was like it was like the final nail in the coffin for my
0: sports writing career it was just I want to acknowledge this I want to acknowledge this one because it's a super chat early and I don't want it to go away because it's going to be hard to dig up in the chat we're not going to talk about Kai Jones right here um but that's going to circle re- back to it? Well, why don't we recently? just all
2: say, hell no. <laughs> then that, released there you recently go.
0: by the Hornets. I'm not super interested, but if, if we want to get into it later, but I did want to say uh, Bass Rock or Bass Rock, however we want to play this. Thank you very much I'm for, gonna the, say uh, it's base for the Rock. donation. There <laughs> is some
2: there is some buzz among the chatters, among the commenters, about the backup center spot, though. That's definitely one of the things our chat well, is liking, hottest People on. are
0: liking Queda right now. Is it, N- how do you say his name, Bobby? Cada.
1: Okay. What's Kata. his first
0: name? Cada. Namaeus Kata. It's Kata, not Queda, but it's spelled Queda. People loving Kata. It's Juru. Cada Kalen. Juru. <laughs> <laughs> uh I get a I
1: get a hey, somebody gave me the spark notes of what this Jones character uh had to say. I know I know that um they were like pulling up clips of him like bashing his own teammates, pretty much, right?
2: Yeah, he's been acting erratically on social media for a while, and they pretty much sent him home at the start of camp, and ended up waving him midway through his rookie deal here. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. He's yeah, been on he IG live, sweating profusely and acting pretty wild. Beyond that, so, I really don't. know. are talking about Chandler Jones, or Chandler are we talking, Jones talking about stuff? Yeah, yeah, that yeah that's, is...
1: that's usually not a good like direction to trend in. Like, anytime you find yourself on IG live, like, hit
2: that yeah, next, IG hit that live button. Hasn't produced many positive news stories.
0: No, no, no. Hit that. I'm just gonna say whatever. (laughs) When things get to that, let's just go live with it on uh, Instagram. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I'm just gonna let it fly. No script. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling. I'm I'm feeling. Agents are like
1: calling and everything. Like,
2: (laughs) that's why John got on IG. He's he's just worried about. John on IG going live. John on IG would be like,
1: just thing on.
0: We on here? We live. I skipped everything. I skipped IG. I I didn't even bother. I I I I was so late to IG. It wasn't cool. It was no longer cool before I could (laughs) even get there.
1: It's circling back to Facebook now. That's how late you are to the game. I know. I I don't have that. Facebook is horrific.
0: I don't have that. Shout out Zuckerberg if you're watching. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Let's talk a little bit about the game, I, know I we're gonna do a yeah, couple let's of things. Just we'll, get the game over. What with. are you guys
2: what? hot on preseason storylines? Oh, let me
0: tell let me start. What are you
2: hot on, Bobby? Bobby? <laughs>
1: Bobby? Big game.
0: I want to know, Bobby. Take it, take it are easy, we... buddy.
1: <laughs> 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 I haven't even given my Drew Holiday thoughts yet.
0: <laughs> so, because we've been we've been absent, we'll kind of look at all three three games a little bit. What we've seen early snapshot of the team. Um, you know, obviously, we've only gotten. Uh, two games of the new guys, which is cool. You've gotten to see Porzingis and uh, Porzy. Holiday. Porzy? Porzy. Milzy.
1: In honor <laughs> of the Bruins opening night, we'll call him Porzy. <laughs> or
0: Tito's retirement. Milzy, oh, yeah. Porzy. Man, Halsey, Halsey. Tito's retiring. Yeah. End of interview.
1: Um, but uh, we'll to, talk brother. a little
0: bit about that, what's impressed us so far. Um, you know, I think it's actually I think what's fascinating and I know Bobby's gonna love this talk is kind of deep bench stuff You know, it's almost like Vegas league what's real and what's not real It's hard to say right. because it's preseason and you don't really know based on the competition they're going off of But you can tell based on who they're giving looks to who has a shot to crack the rotation and play, you know Whether it's Banton, Svee, uh, you know, obviously Brissette, Um, And you're seeing who's playing behind those guys and obviously Jordan Walsh still has a little bit of catch up to do um and you can see how far down you know jd david jd davison might as well have just a seat in portland rather than on the end of the bench because he's so far down the depth chart here but you can kind of see it taking shape in terms of what they want to do i think you're starting to see like hauser and pritchard are gonna play because they have to and i think that that's probably a good thing and something we've decided um there's a some sort of competition now bobby's get bobby's boy cornette getting pressed by kada for that third big sort of spot. oh God. yeah
2: the fans aren't happy with cornette so far and because
0: he's cornette it's what, are they, he what aren't they happy with he's like, what always are they the same guy. They're mad You're he's not, not supposed to <laughs> 30 be and high. 10 you shouldn't be high or low on cornette okay you, both you and the fans should learn that
2: we've said it here a million times if he can give you 8 to 10 Solid minutes. That's a win. The only concern here with the center position, I guess we can start there, is if Horford or Porzingis go down, which is the position you put yourself in by trading Rob here. Everybody's concerned annually with Horford's health and conditioning and whatever, which is weird to me because the last two years, he's been pretty reliable. He's been their most reliable center the last couple of years here. So you do go in your 37-year-old season with some concern that It could tail down or there could be some sort of injury situation there. But the past two years, other than him tailing off late last postseason, don't speak to that for me. Porzingis, the injuries there are obvious. But I think you were in a spot this year where if he got hurt anyway, given the trade you made, you were going to be in trouble. So everyone wants a – you say this all the time, John. You want to have everything. You want to have the best backup center. You want to have the best backup point guard. You want depth out the door. But you decided you were going to be a six-man team when you made that holiday trade. So you're going to need Luke Cornett to play eight to ten minutes and be Maybe. solid.
0: Maybe. The problem is the Celtics have talls, but they have talls, but no bigs. You know what I mean? Is that Nobody plays like a big, really. So they don't have rim protectors, even though they've got two guys over seven foot two. Luke, Luke protects the rim pretty well. Yeah, Cor- You know, Cornet, he doesn't go kind strong. Of. He can get he can get bodied a little bit, um, but he can't rebound. He doesn't really do what you want. If you have a big who goes and just does big person things. Defend the paint, grab some rebounds, and that's that. You served your purpose. I needed somebody large to do large person more like things. physical, right? Yeah, like physical. you're looking for a
1: physical presence down there. Cornet yeah. can like do it. the things. He's like, <laughs> he's seven feet, but like, he's like uh, kind of yeah, exactly. He's just kind of like prancing, and it's like almost like a seven foot cat sometimes. Right?
2: Joe's been pretty complimentary of him so far Which for what is pretty it's dangerous worth.
1: actually. So yeah. that was a bad comparison. But. Yeah.
2: Now Kata... He surprised me a little bit just watching him in person in New York. Moves fairly well for his size. I mean, he's seven foot 250. He's a big body. So you're worried about him being plodding and kind of stuck in the paint. He's raw still. I mean, he's on the younger side. Mostly played in the GE last year. Seven feet 250. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. He, I like what I've seen so far from him. But again, John, what's real? What's not? He looks great in the summer league every yeah. year. And then the Kings well, wouldn't play him. So we're already on the we're, we're,
0: we're, we're, we're already a little bit deep on the B sides here. So let's talk about some of the headlines. Um, <laughs> okay. Two games. I think what stands out uh, certainly for me right out of the gate is uh, you, three games. Well the uh, the two pictures right? the two games we've seen everybody no 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 it's Porzingis. thank um, oh, you. Thank you. And, thank you. and abs- absolutely Pritchard's going to get talked about but yeah. Porzingis for for a couple of reasons I think um he's been so he's been lost in obscurity for a couple of years no one's really paid attention to him. He was the 100%. great he was the unicorn when he came in and the big next thing and all of this stuff. And it was like, I mean, he was like a top five NBA asset for a little bit, you know, like he was so like, Oh my goodness, what he could be. And obviously injuries and bad, you know, not in the right situations, X, Y, and Z, he just disappears. And all of a sudden he just sneaks up on everybody out of Washington and has an all-star caliber year last year and plays really, really well. And just people are like, Oh, he's good. He's good at basketball. Weird. And so like, now you've seen a couple of games and you're like, I get it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's right. He can score from a million different places, and like, that's the thing. I, I think that that's the most impressive thing is Porzingis can do things that it just changes the dynamic on offense because it's not one thing. It's not give the ball to Tatum and get out of the way. He can score from every level and do different things <laughs> right off the, right off the bat. What did you see first, first couple of minutes of the game, you catch him on a roll on an alley-oop and he just goes flying through the air on that. Yeah. And then what does he do? He hits a friggin' you know, 27 foot three pointer top of the key as well. Like, you just got to see and then he then he blocks a shot he shot see, is something isn't it you get to see the whole package and it's really it's impressive. I mean, obviously he had a great debut, but again, even in limited action tonight, it just jumps out like, Oh, this guy's different, like totally different than anything they've had, but also different just on an NBA scale. He can just do a lot of things.
2: And we've talked about that gravitas, the real moment of him being introduced him coming in in the first place that pedigree, he entered the league with and what he did early on in his career was their biggest addition since Kyrie. And our commenters have talked about a little bit too the, the the power of adding this quality of a big man, an All Star level guy, a, a guy who can change the game at that position. They haven't had that in a long time. You're going back to Garnett at, at that position, who can do this many things at that at that spot. So it, it blew me away on Sunday. The crowd at the Garden, they were amped up. They were in there. The crowd place talk. was packed. And first play of the game, Tatum finds him, and he just flicks his wrist. Boom, nothing but net. His shot blows me away when you see it in person. It's so quick. It's so concise. It's consistent. And you just know, if you're going to get him a lot of attempts from behind the three-point arc, and I know... We we look at the three-point totals with Missoula and go. Oh, but this is actually the kind of guy you want taking 8 to ten threes a game because he's so good. It's just going to make him score that much more. It's going to make him that much more efficient, and you do want some diversity to his game too. But I've been impressed with the early returns. I had some skepticism about this trade, and you always worried. There was even a moment in that first game, John, where he, he kind of bumped knees or just bumped into a guy and went down to the ground, and you're like – Every oh. time he goes up, you're, you're, you're <laughs> Every worried. time that happens now, you're going to worry, but – when he's fresh and man, does he look good. Man, does he look healthy right now? And man, does he look confident in his own body that, that, you know, young, skinny kind of awkward presence out there. And now just looks like he has this, this real demeanor to
1: him on the floor. Yeah. Jimmy, I'm going to give my response with an answer to this question. And the answer is yes. The question <laughs> is, is the, K-P-D- is the KP I, dynamic I better than smart hustling for an out of bounds ball? Roland, the answer is yes. If you're sarc- if if that's sarcasm, then you got me. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna repeat everything you guys just said about him. I think him being drafted by the Knicks was just that was just a tough break for him, right? He's under the he's under the spotlight in New York. He gets the injury tag labeled to him, and then he kind of disappears into obscurity for a bit. The Mavs and,
3: aren't a great organization no, either.
1: Mavs, I mean, I don't know about. I think they're a solid organization, but maybe it just wasn't the right destination for him, right? um and now he's on a team with options my only concern and it's not even a concern it's just like i hope this doesn't happen is that he's not a, he's not able to be as aggressive as maybe we want him to be because he's gonna maybe see himself as like the fourth option on this team now right with holiday jumping on what i really hope happens is, is that and i saw a little bit tonight it's Hall. okay good Roland. i'm glad to hear that was <laughs> that was sarcasm but what i i wanna see is like those lobs. Like you know we always talked about the lobs to rob that we wanted to see more of. I thought Holiday was looking at was looking at Porzingas a little bit tonight. I, I didn't I, I was away for uh game one, so I didn't get to see that. And um I don't think he played I don't think Holiday even played game one, right? So I you thought they had great the uh, I, yeah, I think the there was a
0: great vibe White great vibe. White, was, yeah, that's kind of White what was finding people uh you know uh, holiday you know distributing I actually liked the I thought the ball movement in that first quarter when they put up 35 Right but don't forget points, John was. that was
1: without Tatum. This Brown, is a great so.
2: stat too on him. Yeah I mean those
0: guys changed the dynamic and all of a sudden the ball starts stopping honestly that's like I'm going to get into it but my greatest concern with this team is how Tatum and Brown play with good players. Like, yeah, with, yeah it's kind of. Can a, they understand? I don't have to score all the time. Are they just going to take the ball and like slow it down and dribble the air out of it and take it? Jay went out of a sloppy debut. I don't think yeah. Holiday's going to allow it. I really don't. I think it's one of the
1: great things of getting Holiday on this team. He's more of that, like, I hope move he's the like, ball, on, point on, guard. Give it yeah, back, give move back, the ball, know? keep everything in motion, play hard, play fast. He's going to look at other guys. He's not coming onto the team with. You know, playing favorites or playing buddy basketball he's the new guy he's gonna put his guys in position and give it to the i I hope you know give it to the player in the best chance to uh, to succeed in that play and there are there are a lot of options you know all the way down to horford in the corner where i'm sure he'll be um so i don't the ball just can't stick john to your point it absolutely cannot end up in like Jalen brown's hands where he just dribbles it dribbles it dribbles it and then like turns it over or something like that i just that can't happen this year. It shouldn't happen this year. There's too many. And when they move the ball, going back the last few seasons, every time those games that have been where they're moving the ball around and getting off, out in the break, that's when they're winning handedly. We say so, that every
2: year, and we always wonder where it goes. But this is a great stat on Porzingis that Jay King put out there. Uh, He had eight free throw attempts in that first game, which was three more than any Celtics center had in a game all year. And then six tonight, of course. And then
0: six tonight, yep.
2: So there there was a nice play. We've talked about the increase of his post-up game, the improvement rather. He talked on media day, like I had to look at the mirror. I was looking at the numbers. I was looking at my production before last year, and I was like, what the hell? Like, this is terrible. And he did have some of the worst post-up numbers in the league. There was one really good play tonight where he's in transition on a small guy. Might have been Maxi. They throw him the ball, and he really didn't have good position in there. He really didn't have a good shot to take, but he turned and just bodied him and drew a foul, and he doesn't make the shot, But and he really didn't have a great look in there. But, you know, there's a little guy on him, and he catches the ball, and the guy's just like, all right, I'm just going to foul him. So the aggression and the intention in that spot is a game-changer for this team, too. And Joe has embraced it in all the talks so far. We're going to have posting up. We're going to have mid-range shots late in games why because the personnel we're still gonna have a ton of threes because the numbers and all the rest but we have different kind of personnel this year so we're gonna play a little bit differently and we'll see if that actually pans out to your point jimmy with the movement and everything else because when it's mattered they've gone back to old habits and staleness that blows our minds every time um, because they really do start playing well early in the seasons the emphasis are set they execute them and they're humming. And that's what we've seen so far in this preseason. And I'm sure it's what we'll see to start the year. But in May, in June, what are we gonna see? That's the question ultimately.
1: Yeah. I mean I I, I I'm not gonna like just sit here and wait for June. I like yeah. I like this roster. I know that it's a little bit thin, but we are and it always comes down to health, doesn't it? So we can sit here and say, "Oh, they got to be healthy." Well, every team and every fan base is saying that right now. No well, No team been on
2: that too. They can't get to the end of the year and say, "Oh,
1: Porzingis was hurt. What are we gonna do?" Right. But No team can uh, say, "Oh, like we're fine. We're, we'll be we'll be fine throughout. Through, with you know, we'll be fine if we get injured." Like no team saying that. So this uh, is the same boat as everybody
0: else. What? I gotta I gotta give I gotta tip my hat to uh, Duran here. Um, posted a comment similar to this. Didn't get, didn't, didn't make the chat. The guy reaches into his pocket, throws four ninety nine out there, <laughs> bang. A, a little bit later, I didn't okay. see it. Or, or didn't see <laughs> I was, it <laughs> I was, gonna re- I was gonna reference it, but thank you, thank you anyway, John. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Tatum's Tatum. I, I, I do think Jalen is a thing, but I don't want to. I'm not starting the preseason by like I'm really concerned about Jalen Brown. I'm just curious because I do think like I, I think the dynamic here um, has always been like. Yeah, obviously Jalen's incredibly talented and obviously because, you know, of just how the rosters were constructed in the past, uh, past few years, he had to carry a heavy load and a heavy burden to score. It's really the only he was really the only other option to score in terms of people who could create their own shot. You have others now. And now the question is, can Jalen do other things uh, to impact the game when the burden isn't necessarily on him to score as much? I'm curious how he integrates himself into that because as we've seen with just a single player, um, what's up, Jimmy? I am just reading a comment. (laughs) as, as, As we've seen with a single player on the floor, Tatum, Sometimes Brown would disappear just because Tatum would ha- be doing too much. What happens if KP's cooking a little bit and Tatum's on the floor and Holiday's doing his yeah. thing? Is Jalen just gonna be like, I'm standing here in the corner and nobody likes me? And like, you know, like <laughs> I, I I hope not. No, I hope not. I mean I wanna see got, him be active. You got a lot see, of you know, money
1: to not do that. So.
0: I wanna see it be really democrat. <laughs> I just mean not because he's sulking, more because like, you know well, usually I kind of get the ball in these spots and then I get to cook a little bit too. You know, is it going to be my ball, my ball, my ball, my ball four ways, or is it going to be a different style? And that's what you, you were saying, Bobby, Joe's saying we're going to embrace the personnel personnel is going to call going to call for a much more diversified offensive, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, mentality, especially when, especially when all the big dogs are on the floor.
2: Yeah. And to your point earlier, you need to trust these guys and their skill sets and, get out of the way or move off the ball at times after giving it up. You got to commit to some of the things we saw them do tonight with Brown and Tatum off the floor. This team, they have a pretty good system and idea of what they want to do offensively. As much as we bemoaned all the threes last year, they finished with one of the best offenses of all time, most efficient rather. So uh, even when all the starters would sit, you'd see the Pritchards and Cornets of the world going toe to toe with the Bucks. They have a good system. They have a good, idea of how to run offense here and the two best players have to buy into it consistently especially since they're probably going to be the ball handlers more often than not i've talked to both brown and tatum so far and i've said you know are you guys going to defer to drew a little bit now that he's here and tatum said yeah he's a good ball handler we'll do that and brown was like yeah it'll probably be pretty similar to smart so not full commitment no it's not me either no of them. it's not no it's not not full commitment to either of them to letting him run every possession yeah, and be see that, that. all dominant point guard, Ugh. but they'll see how it goes.
0: Did you follow up asking if either of one of them wanted to be captain?
1: <laughs> yeah. There's great leadership there. Yeah, what's up with that? No captain again this year, huh?
0: That's fine. Anyway, uh, let me uh, let me throw this out here real quick, uh, and we'll get moving. We want to let you know, of course, about our exclusive wagering partner here at the CLNS Media Network. A um, couple things we want to tell you. Once again, want to remind you about our sponsors here at the Garden Report, and again, FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network, and snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel. If you haven't already, the season is well underway. We are in week four. Bobby Manning, absolutely squoak one out against uh against me uh this weekend in our little fantasy matchup with the late matt stafford garbage time touchdown but hey you know it was fun
2: last week too betting the dolphins
0: and oh my goodness gracious the (laughs) amount of dough my friends made off of dolphins props parlays and this and that holy wow Uh, you all you if you bet anything in that dolphins game you hit um last week so that was amazing but the offer here you can get a Fanduel is uh you, you know bet five get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed that's all you have to do is bet five win or lose you get that uh so if you've been thinking about joining go ahead and do it go to fanduel.com slash boston once again fanduel.com slash boston fanduel the official partner in the nfl and the exclusive wagering partner of the clns media network you have to be 21 and over here and present in massachusetts to take part in the deal hope is here if you have any sort of issues with gambling uh you can go to gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24 7 support as for that deal restrictions do apply the bonus bets expire in seven days check out terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com we want to also tell you about one other thing and that's odds are uh, you guys mm-hmm. know what odds are is right Odds yeah. are is amazing. Yeah, we Odds do. are amazing. Uh, you ever wish you could navigate the betting field better? Uh, and again, the easiest thing to do is just bet against the Patriots. But if you <laughs> want to go beyond that uh, and with confidence – uh, go to odds are it's not a sports book, but it's a sports betting advisor. They don't take your bet. They make you better at it. Odds are uses AI and machine learning to suggest smart sports bets, like having a playbook for smarter ah. bets right in your pocket. Um, all you have to do is download the app. That's the important thing. Download that app, sign up for the account. Latest data analysis guide gets you through the point spreads, money lines, all that stuff. Green means go smart bet. Yellow. Eh figure it out red don't do it uh and i've been loving <laughs> it since so don't yeah. do it <laughs> uh, don't, i feel like bets are red right without me knowing been, it I, you know check it out it's honestly it's a really smart uh you know kind of like you know pal to help you here with your betting rather than, yeah. than just winging it and being like i got killed in the one o'clock so what am i gonna do it for yeah. um you know, and then you, and then you really load up on the Sunday night and try to make it all back on Monday. And don't do that. Check out OddsR. Elevate your game. Smart betting revolution. Go to OddsR.com slash Celtics. OddsR.com slash Celtics. 30 days free. So if you're going to sign up for FanDuel, uh, stands to reason you should pair it with OddsR as well. We're going to bring in Sharad Blakely here, who always makes the smart uh, the report, a smart bet. Joining the guard report. He a smart bet. Sherrod, no, we talk- on Sherrod, we've already done Cornet Kada, so you're not going to be able to sign in uh, to jump in on that.
3: Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to talk about Luke on yeah. the top of the show. I always uh, want to talk about Luke. I'm just
2: giving the commenters what they want. They've been hot yeah. on him.
3: Yeah, they've, they they've been hot
2: on him, all right.
0: Uh, uh, Sherrod, impressions, impressions for tonight's game. We were just talking a bit about Porzingis and just how, like, just gives him such a kind of diverse offensive. He has tingly feelings. Yeah, just he can do so many different things offensively. It really changes the dynamic.
3: It it does, but you know what? I'm I'm paying more attention to what he's doing at the defensive end of the floor, and I've been pleasantly surprised at what I've seen. There was a sequence in the second quarter where he did what I think they need him to do all the time, and that's contest shots. He contested a shot. They got the rebound. They got out in transition. Al Horford with the finish from the Derek White layup. Things like that, you'll look at Al finishing and Derek's pass, but it was Perzing is contesting a shot around a basket, which you should be able to do if you've got if you're seven foot three. Those are the things that to me are are going to give him the greatest amount of impact for this team. Cause we all know he can go and get buckets. That's a given. We know that is in his DNA. But can he give them something at the defensive end and not be a significant liability? And the more I watch him play, the more I don't think by no means is he an all nba defender but he doesn't suck nearly as much as he did three four five years ago you haven't been high
2: on his defense john at least coming in or projecting into this well oh, he, he had have a good
3: year last year defensively i thought it was his best year as a defender but was that just kind of a you know you know the broken clock is is right twice a year type of thing or whether he has he turned a corner and so far, it looks as though he's, again, he is an adequate defender. Not an elite defender, but he's adequate. And that's what you need from him.
2: Yeah, he contests a lot of shots, especially in that first game. I, I yeah. It felt like Paul Reed went, like, one for eight against him out of the gate. the three for eight at best. Uh, similar story tonight. You're not seeing him beat on the other side, so you're not getting the full right. uh, effect of competition here. But – All you can do is play who's in front of you, and he's been active around the rim. They're scheming him well. They're keeping him back. Joe has told me they want him switching out sometimes. They want him playing higher at times because I think Joe wants to go small ultimately when it matters, so he's going to have to do those things. That's where you have some questions about him without Rob. But to start games, and we'll have to get to this conversation eventually too, him and Horford out there could be – wrecking balls defensively oh. i mean they both go up with the double block on tobias Harris and that's enough game. bobby for
1: the night everybody
2: <laughs> i think that's how they're gonna start this i think they're gonna start those two together i think it gives them a lot of enticing possibilities defensively and i think it's what brad wants at the top he keeps talking we were at our best when we were double big over the last couple of years so it does make for a tough conversation about who you want to send to the bench
0: no, it doesn't. And I, honestly, true. I'm so I'm so <laughs> baffled by this. And if it is real, I'm. That's how I, they started both these games. I but I can't believe it's real.
1: They start I a holiday can... on on the bench on one of these games.
2: Well, Bon temps saying that's a real possibility. There's I zero don't
1: believe it. Zero. <laughs> I don't buy it zero either. Point he, I, zero I just think it's chance. fake
2: news. I'm sorry. Derek White's going to go. He's the one who says, I don't care. Put me on the bench. And that's- It,
3: it. doesn't matter what he says. He's but that's it, why- When you're
2: the second year coach, Sherrod, that's
0: how you handle the
2: dynamic. You're like, all right, this guy's-
0: Here's the thing. I don't mind it this time. because Because Por- Por- Porzingis isn't Rob. The reason I hated it before- is you were so offensively limited with what you could do with that lineup. You were you were having your better defensive lineup, but just absolutely just punting on offense with Smart and Rob and Horford obviously had a good year shooting from three. But, I mean, Horford Horford was as likely to get, have a zero-point game as he was to go out there and hit three or four threes. So, I mean, and he does nothing around the rim. So, I mean – You were just, it was the Tatum and Brown show, and if they were hot, great. And if JT started the night slow, you were like, well, I hope it's one of Jalen's good first quarters. I hated how they started offensively with that lineup. Porzingis is not Rob. He does give you. So, yes, you could absolutely do it, but it's certainly going to be holiday starting, not holiday off the bench. It's insane to think that you trade for this player and you bring (laughs) them here, and they are like it's one thing to have Malcolm Brogdon be the sixth guy. It's another to have Holiday. Holiday's an all-star it's honestly one of the best defensive players. It's insane that we're having this conversation about Holiday coming up Well, the bench. i was just
1: gonna say honestly, it's not even worth the conversation. I mean he, I know, I'm the sorry, bench. I
0: wasted my breath.
1: Holiday came off <laughs> well, the bench, we got we well, third in now. the first preseason game. Because I had I had the filibuster until
0: the lower third got in here.
1: I mean, the guy hadn't even had a chance to shake hands with his with his new teammates yet. So they said, "Come off the bench." You know what I mean? Like use your way into the game, use your way into things, and that's the end of it. He's not I mean, coming off the bench. He's considered the best defensive player in the NBA. It would be so. Who will it, Jimmy? It, 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 it's going to be white or Horford, I think, depending on like matchups. Honestly, and like that's fine. Horford should be completely fine coming. I bet you he is fine coming off the bench at this stage in his career. I bet you he's not,
2: to, truthfully. I asked not, him at media day,
1: and he was like, yeah, we'll let Joe decide. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, no, <laughs> no player – I mean, every, everybody has pride. Everybody wants to start. I get that. But my point is, Al Horford's not trying to give you 40 minutes a night anymore. So right, no, he, starts, he doesn't he to want to back-to-backs he either, but you 20. If he can give you 20-ish, 20, 25 minutes of, of really good basketball, you'll yeah. take that. And, he'll, and if that means he's coming off the bench – and that's going to prolong his season because you guys already talked about the fact that they need to be healthy. They need to be healthy. Then they got to figure out ways to mix and match uh, depending on matchup. So it's going to be White or, or Horford. This the other stuff I just, is, isn't, isn't even a conversation. This
0: this what I've said this one before and this one I agree with. And then, Sherrod, I want to hear your take. Um, this is what I hate. And this is what I hated with, with, Smart, with Horford and Rob. If each of them was good for 24 to 25 minutes and you play them together for 10, 12, 15 minutes a game, that means – Lots of Luke, lots of uh, small ball. Without Grant Williams you don't have a small ball five right now unless it's Tatum. So, like, really at this point, like, and that's fine. I don't mind playing a lineup with, you know, Tatum, Brown, and three guards. You know, like, I, I could live with that. But you really don't have very many options in terms of bigs there. I think you have to space them out because of your lack of depth. But anyway, Sherrod, go ahead.
3: No, I, I think what Joe's probably going to wind up doing is Al is going to start most of the games, but Al will be the first one to get the hook. Uh, yeah. Al will be out at the four, five, six minute mark almost every game uh, if he's starting, and that's and that's the way that you appease him by being with that first group, allow him to kind of get in that twenty twenty five minute range over the course of the game, and frankly play a smaller, faster, more athletic lineup, which I think Joe wants to do. Uh, to me, that's the only way Joe can come out of this and, and create a win-win for pretty much everyone involved because Derek White isn't going to bitch about coming off the bench. Al will low-key complain about it because it's clear he does not want to come off the bench. Nope. He doesn't do it. He's only done it 14 times in his career. And, and the thing about it is you but can have to start. he's
1: older now well jimmy that's <laughs> not, jimmy what? i'm not saying he what?
3: wants to but at some point you got to but Jimmy, sorry if you're al horford you're thinking okay who's better in this first group than me right now at the big spot who's better you, i'm playing with porzingis who's next who's who should be in my spot at the big yeah, spot? He he's next but they might not go with with a double big
1: lineup so then he's on the bench How many
2: people, how many people not? Some nights, there's no doubt. How many people
0: not named LeBron start every single game in in their age 37 season? Yeah, what are we talking about here?
3: (laughs) No, he'll have to come off the bench on some nights. There's no doubt. He's he's, he's, going to come off the bench some nights, but most nights that he's available to play, Al will be in that starting group. And he's still a guy. Are you saying that out of belief or out of uh, what you're hearing, Sherrod? That is belief, more belief than what I'm hearing. Um, more, much more belief than I mean, what that's I'm a hearing. reasonable take. Yeah. But it's, it, it just makes sense. And it, it a lot of it, it just stems from the fact of just how Joe's putting these lamps together. And to Bobby's point earlier, what Al is saying when he's asked about coming off the bench, he's not singing a Derek White song about, well, you know, I'll do whatever the team needs me to do. What's best for the team. He's saying it's Joe's call translation. if I'm coming off the bench, it's not because I am willing to do that. It's because I'm being told to do that.
2: It was a weird answer. He was like, yeah, that's a Joe decision. And uh, I'm happy to be here. And (laughs) yeah, there there was definitely that vibe from Al on media day of geez, like I'm glad I'm still here. Like we really made this holiday move. And I could have been gone when this, just as likely as Rob. Like, I yeah. think there was definitely a lot because the rumor was floating out there for days about them going after him, and like we debated the Rob money works. And I mean, could you imagine
3: works. how miserable Al would have been if he got shipped out to Portland? Oh my god! Right, right. So he, he was like, "I'm tried. glad we're past this." <laughs> he might have
2: retired. No, I mean, he's gonna have to do it. I, I'd compare it to the back-to-back stuff. Every time we ask Al if he wants to send or back-to-backs, he's like, "No, I'm good." I'm in great shape. I can do it. And then, boom, that night comes around and he sits. So I'm sure when they need to start White, and they should start White pretty regularly. You know, I'm the back-to-backs, Horford's not going to play. There'll be injuries. There'll be whatever else. I do worry Boy, a little bit about putting White to the bench just because of how much more comfortable and involved he played with the starters last year. Uh, but he'll still play a ton even if gonna he comes say, off the bench to show he's, he's still going to get
1: 35 minutes
2: if yeah, he yeah, wants it. He's still, still you know. going to play a lot with the starters anyway. Right, so it's not a huge debate or topic of concern, but I do like the idea of maximizing the double big lineups, just to as everyone keeps talking about at camp so far, re-energize that defensive sphere, that defensive identity, which they've been at their best with two bigs on the floor. Yeah, board. no
0: one believes they're actually going to play defense. I'm still they better.
3: I, I gotta see it to believe it. I'm not buying it just yet. It's just hard for me right holiday, now. Will. It's,
0: Holiday will, but the rest is words. Uh, I'll believe you know. Uh, you know the the you know Tatum Brown and those guys are committing for all eighty-two on defense when I see it. Um, otherwise, honestly, think, though, honestly, yeah. do they? Need saying saying they Need it, to though. commit
3: to all eighty-two. No, they yeah, just it's need- better they're saying no. it than not. At they this just- point, I don't care what they say. They've been saying a lot of stuff for the last two <laughs> years. How's that working out? Yeah. How many yeah. banners does that raise? They 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 have just to get it. it. Just they, do they, it. Stop talking. Just do. Yeah. They need to get into the right
1: like style and mindset heading into the playoffs and not be going backwards or 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 being stagnant like I felt like they were last year.
2: Well, that's going to yeah. be a big deal this year. And it, there's a lot of talk about starring lineup by committee and matchup-based stuff. Shara and I talked about the other night, John. Not many teams do that. You kind of have your starters and you go with it. It's not who's going to start every single night. I mean, that's going to drive Joe crazy. I can already see it. But if that's what they're going to do, We're going to be walking into that pregame. Most teams
3: teams have like basically three or four guys who are quality starters and another guy by default. And the gap between that fourth-fifth starter and the bench is pretty damn wide. Whereas the Celtics, you can make a case for basically six, seven different guys who should be in that starting line. Well, Joe has
2: kind of set the – set. I I, I see Joe doing it already. He's been saying we have seven, eight, nine starters. So he's, I think, preparing this room for – and maybe it's Horford maybe it's whoever you're going to have to sit mm-hmm. on some nights we have a lot of guys here so be ready
0: i don't think they do it's really wh- which one of th- which one of two guys how about does. this that's, that's yeah he's just saying that who's uh, on the bench at the end of the enough. game yeah, again, I think yeah. it all depends Remember with the that. lead, what type of lineup you're playing. Right. You know, there, there you have the luxury to mix and match and pick your lineup. No, they
1: were pretty consistent with their lineups last year at the end of games. And we were all like, it was that guardian. No, it
0: was either double big or it was white and smart. It wasn't always, you know, sometimes yeah. Rob would come off. You know, and it would be Rob and and, and smart. You're yeah, always smart. It was always smart. Al, you know the Jays and and White. I think you're right. Probably closed most. Brogden
2: end up sitting a lot. Yeah,
0: Brogdon would always sit because, but, because Joe literally would forget about him and like, oh crap, I didn't put him in in the fourth. So that's now the thing, John. I mean, now that's now six minutes to but go. The guy and that had like, 17
3: points in
0: 17 minutes. Yeah, and then he's done. Look at yeah. the box score. Brogden, played 14 minutes tonight. I'm like,
2: oh. we know the starting <laughs> conversation doesn't really matter. But the way this roster is constructed, where you do have that one extra guy, we're going to be sitting here every night on post game saying, "Should this guy have been in? Should this guy have well, been in?" That's, that's a tough spot for the coach. That's what we in. do, Bobby. Like, it's why they jo- pay us the big bucks. Joe's Joe's going to get that question every night, and it does shift that spotlight back to the coaching. Joe's a new team.
0: Joe's a new man. He can handle those questions. I wanted to quickly yeah. say, I wanted one thing. I wanted to say on the defense because I, I, this is how I feel about it. It's not a matter of. You know, is it important? Will they play it? And this and that. (laughs) I I believe that we, you know, that fans saw that you know that that defensive dominance that you had during Rob's ascension right before he got hurt uh, entering the playoffs two seasons ago and how they kind of turned things around and had a historically good defense and you know blah 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 was something born from necessity because they just weren't good enough to do it without the defense Uh, and they had to do it to turn themselves around I think this team knows how good they are and the idea that they have to go out there and stamp you know, put their defensive stamp on every single game sounds good, but I think we, they all know it. Like, I don't know, man, we got a lot of ballers here. If we just play, we'll be fine. I find it hard to believe that they'll be able to kind of, do it start to finish and just commit mm. to defense because it's just not a necessity. That other team, that's how they pulled themselves out of the ashes. And then once they did, they're like, it's working, just stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. But I don't think that's how they, that's hard. Nobody wants to do that. You know, like you just want to just freaking freestyle, hit, you know, knock down a bunch of threes, you know, you know, walk out of the gym with a 24 point win and sit the last nine minutes of the fourth, if you can. So that's really what they hope to do, you know, can they play defense? Can they lock it down? I really don't know. But that's why I think it's like this notion of returning to that that's gone forever. That I don't think that was, that was a moment in time and something that that team needed to do. And they had the personnel to do it because you also had Rob at the peak of his, you know, athletic powers, completely changing the game. They'll never do that again. They'll never be anywhere. And close they're not going to gonna that win well, that's not true because not. the Denver Nuggets aren't <laughs> that level of defensive team and they won it. Yeah, with but they smart... had
2: one of the greatest players of all time.
0: I know, but they won it with smart play and re- and terrific offensive efficiency, you know? So, I mean, again, it's like, of course you can win without that They just can't be horrible defense. on defense. They just they, can't be horrible. They have to be,
1: but have to be solid.
2: But then they need to be exceptional be... offensively and they just They have waves. that potential.
3: That's they the have bit, that potential,
2: yeah. but it goes in waves, and it's been easily negated. And, yes, they've made a few adjustments along the perimeter of the team, uh, along the ancillary, to have this point guard who can set guys up some and have this big man that you can really target. But it's still going to come back to Brandon and Tatum. And the strength you have with those two guys is when they're locked in, when they're dialed in, they can be unbelievable defenders. And, yes, they can do that on the offensive end, too, but their style on that end so prone to being streaky and unreliable and this team as a whole kind of goes how they go on offense what i loved about Ime, what i loved about that team is when they locked in to not only like you always say john the effort on that end but also the scheme and the system they were running on that end they were one of the best defenses of all time and i know the numbers said that they were one of the best offenses of all time last year but we watched all year and were like yeah that's their best i guess but there's going to be some bad nights too
0: it's not not important. It's obviously important. It's important for them. You have to commit to it, but I just don't, that, that, full buy-in team-wide the defense you can't have that kind of team because you're not that kind of team anymore you the guys you have coming off the bench aren't capable So, of what's the team's that. identity going to be it's going to be hopefully a more diversified offense and then just kind of managing your defensive responsibilities I think that that's what you have to be I don't think you can be that if your first guys off the bench I mean after the big six are going to be Pritchard and Hauser and those guys are going to be asked to play significant minutes you're not going to be that lockdown defensive team you're going to Have guys who people are targeting, you're not going to be able to switch all the time. You're not going to be able to switch with Porzingis out there all the time either, or when you're playing double big necessarily. So, I mean, there's just going to be a different style, I think. Here, you're may it's maintain discipline, play smart, connected team defense, and then your offense has to carry you. That's the team that that's what this team has to be.
3: And play your role. I mean, at the end of the day. Everyone on this team has a very specific role. And there's certain guys on this team where their role is to be an above-average defender. When you do that, you do your role, this team is going to be good defensively. If if Drew Holiday has a pretty average year defensively, if Derek White has a pretty average year defensively, Al Horford, pretty average year defensively, this is going to be an above-average defense because those guys are really good. Everyone has to understand that. Just do I mean, to pull the Bill Belichick card, do your job. Right. Just do your damn job. Yeah. Well, They'll it's do easy, it a
1: easy way, to so do your right. job when you have the greatest quarterback of all time, Bill Belichick. <laughs> there it is. Finding he wants that it. out. He He's wants finding it. That out. I got he Jimmy
3: in his, in his Tom Brady feelings, didn't I? <laughs> got him in his Tom Brady feelings. <laughs> no,
1: it's done. is done. It's done, done. We're going to give Patriots fans gonna, reap what they sow.
0: Wow. We're going to give Jimmy his. um his Tom Brady moment. But in here, let's talk about a couple more things, um, Celtics-related preseason uh, stuff. We talked about um, early on uh, a lot about Porzingis. Jimmy, why don't you give us your uh, holiday impressions so far? And again, he had a poor shooting night on night one, and the trolls were out there like, oh, playoff holiday, it looks like. Here we go. And so, I mean, I don't know. I feel like some people want this to fail um, in an odd way. Uh, and I don't fully understand it, but uh, you know, Jimmy, what, what what what's your take on the guy?
1: Some people just like to watch the world burn, John. You wouldn't Some know anything people- about that. <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that. Um, listen, I'm, I, I, as you guys all remember, we all sat here on on this same exact show a couple of days before the trade actually happened, and only one of us said that they would do Robert Williams. And Malcolm Brogdon and a couple of first round picks for Drew Holiday. Only one person on this show said it. You already know who it is. It was it's me. the guy
3: who's going to pull a muscle, pat himself on the back. That's who. It exactly.
1: Was. Bobby kind of said he would do it, although I, I, I said I'd live with it. Yeah, John. Claims that he w- would have done it, even though I have the show,
0: transcript. I ha- even though I, on the
1: ha- show he said, "I." I, don't I think have the I would. transcript.
0: <laughs> I go, it would kill me, but I could get around on it. I, I, and again,
1: we, we're gonna pull the clip at some point. And I would. Men- was a no. I,
0: Joe Sway was a no. So and yeah. I will-
1: to say that I, and I I've made giddy. it perfectly
0: clear, emotional attachment to Rob. It would kill me. I'm thrilled Holiday is here. It kills me. Rob is yeah. gone. Both things can be true.
1: Yeah, both things can be true if you're a fence sitter and you have, and you have <laughs> soft takes. Anyways, all that That's what say, I'm known for, right? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> All that to say that I am very happy with Drew Holiday. I'm not gonna like overstate the preseason performances. I didn't even get a chance to watch his first one, but tonight I just like an active. I like an active point guard. I like a guy that's gonna be up in everybody's grill. I like a guy that, and this is true. Opponents will look at the schedule, and they and then when they say, see now when they see the Celtics, they're gonna shake their heads and say, damn it, they do not want to play up, play against guys like Drew Holiday. Guards shake their head in disgust. They cringe at the thought at the thought of playing against Drew Holiday because they know it's going to be it's going to be tough on them for every single minute that he's out there against them. And training for Holiday, you do a number. You you kill a number of birds at one stone. You improve obviously on your own team, right? Uh, and then you get a player who feels I think definitely feels slighted, feels a little bit spurned by his former team, and that former team is your biggest rival. So. You get a guy who's completely f and also you get a guy who has won a championship, and that shouldn't be understated. He knows what it takes to win. He's the only guy on this team who has ever won a championship. And now he can at least provide some of that veteran leadership that maybe was lacking. I know Al Horford's on the team, mm-hmm. and I know these other guys are veterans now, but Drew Holiday is a proven winner, he's a proven champion. He's a veteran in this league, and he is the arguably most respected player on the defensive side of things in the NBA. I mean, the, the GM survey came out and they've called him the best on on ball defender in the NBA. I would imagine a lot of players feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So, I'm ecstatic I remember what the Lillard trade.
0: said when he got there. He's like, "I'm not I'm not he's like, I can play defense. I'm not Holiday. He's the best in the he's the best in the league." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's impressive. his repu- that, that's his reputation. He's everywhere. He he everywhere. I, on that hey, this is I hate I hate that it's a referendum on smart complimenting Holiday, but it's impossible to not say what one is and one isn't because I think fans not understanding or not accepting or maybe thinking smart was a little bit like holiday. I mean, he's every bit the defender smart would have those ridiculous, like out of nowhere winning plays, but pl- from play to play, to play, not only is holiday all up in your shit. He played, he plays just, so he's, smart. He's yeah. such a heady yeah, player.
1: He's, he's going to get everybody going. They're going to be in motion. He's going to get him in the ball in the right positions. It's only a good thing for this team, but the other players have to allow him to do those things. They have to utilize him. They have to allow him to play to his strengths, which means, and I know this is going to make people die inside, less point Tatum, less point Brown. Give it to your point guard and let Tatum be Tatum and let Brown be Brown in their natural positions.
3: Here's here's the thing about that, Jimmy. You, for, for once, you're right. Uh, that that absolutely, Thank you. But Here's the thing about Drew that I, I think people, when, when, when you start looking at Drew's body of work, and you start looking at Marcus Smart's body of work, one thing jumps out to me more than anything else. An average year for Drew is a career year for Marcus at both ends of the floor. And when you bring in a guy who, if he's just average, is as good or better than the the guy that he's replacing, I'm feeling pretty damn good about that. Mm -hmm. I'm feel- now, obviously, and we talked about this before, not having Rob is, is – the, there are going to be some games they're going to lose because they don't have Rob and what he does. There's no doubt about that. But you have to, Maybe. in your mind, believe that you're going to win a lot more games than that, those losses, without Rob because of what Drew can do, because of what Brazingis can do, and, w- and what the other guys around him do. And, Jimmy, I do think they're going to allow Drew – to run the show because even though he played with arguably the most complete player in the NBA right now in Giannis, Jokic is probably they're like one A, one B. You take one or the other. Yeah. He still was getting his numbers. He still averaged like six plus assists damn near every season. And to do that with a guy that has such a high usage rate as Giannis and still getting those assists, it, it tells That's you. That's a good man, point. He, yeah. Giannis just, we, we mean, no, we've said it. He's boring. There's, there's no way that Drew Holiday, if he's playing usual 30-plus minutes per game, should be averaging less than seven, eight assists. Tatum. Oh, 100%. 100%. Be, Tatum and Br- In fact, Drew should be an all-star this year. He, he They should have three all-stars this year between Jalen, Tatum, and Drew. I think you're right. I think Drew should I, – I would agree with you 100%. If they're winning games,
1: it's hard to imagine that Drew Holiday's not a massive part of that on both yeah. sides of the ball. He should be ball. averaging – I mean, he should be averaging eight plus assists. I mean, he's a good rebounding guard, too. So, yeah, you lose As lose long some as you don't
0: do stupid shit presence. like Point Tatum. Yes.
1: Yeah, right. you lose some of that presence, obviously, with Rob gone. But I think – I'm and I'm hoping that there's going to be an emphasis on just being more aggressive and not allowing teams to bully you inside because you can't afford that. You really can't. Prevent teams from getting to that point, you know, play play hard on-ball defense at the perimeter. I think that's what they're going to be known for. Holiday and, um, and White are going to be – Again, like they're there's not going to be fun teams for opponents to play. They're going to be and, like, and they're sad about it. it too.
3: I mean, like Derek yeah. White drew this charge today was that was just such a just a smart play. Defe- uh It was uh, Maxi was in front of him, and Maxi is trying to create space. Derek just got all up in him. Maxi hits him with an elbow. Offensive foul. Ball, ball, White, no White was incredible tonight. Three blocks awesome. in the first
0: half. Oh God, White and White and Holiday together in that backcourt. And again, no disrespect to Smart, but I just. I'm uh, let's, let's see, let's see it over time, you know, after 15, 20 games and see if like the, what the flashes are showing us right now, I think it's going to be better on the defensive end. I think they're going to really harass people. And again, we've seen Tatum decide to play defense. And when he does, he can be a phenomenal defensive player. I haven't seen Brown do it for years, but two years ago Tatum was outstanding and I think lapsed a little bit uh, at times last year. Uh, There is the potential for just being really bothersome all around the perimeter and and just making it really hard for people to get anywhere with that. Their defense is going to be interesting
2: this year. So they
0: have the potential to buzz, you know, and and, and, and make it. You know,
2: it, it's, it's not going to look like that Emay defense. I think they're going to commit to covering space more than they are. Just because again,
0: Red Rob at free safety, just cleaning up everything. It was yeah. again, it, it's, it's that moment in time of that player in that time. You know, I, I don't think you can get that again. Uh, let's let's ask outside of uh, the big guys. And again, so far holiday Porzingis, everything we've seen has been uh, a plus uh, plus who jumps out at you right now. Who are you most impressed with? Pritchard. Yeah. yeah. I, how can it I'm, not I'm, be? I knew I'm, you were going to say. It's been
3: so the thirty-two million dollar man? Well, he's been he's been what you were hoping he'd be when he got an opportunity to play. I mean, he's a great example of what happens when you give a young player who shows glimpses of being really good an opportunity to to, to play more than just here and there. Uh his playmaking and, and the thing that I like about Pritchard is that his game has shown a certain evolution to it. Like before he was just basically a guy that would knock down shots. Now he's moving without the ball, getting in position to score a little floaters in the paint. He's getting dribble drive penetrations and, and shooting off the wrong foot, but finishing with, with the, with the right hand and just doing all those little things that you were hoping that he could make an impact and be a difference maker and show growth that he has the ability to do more than just knock down threes. Uh, Pritchard, he's, he's been, to me, the big revelation so far in the preseason for the Celtics.
2: Yeah, you're seeing him do some different stuff, too. Uh, Scal was all over the <laughs> scoop play, the, the layup off his off foot there, going right. The touch is incredible. The creation on his three, super effective so far. He looks stronger. He looks more poised out there and able to get to his spots. He blew by Harris too on that play, which you haven't seen from him in the past, him blowing by defenders, the separation. It hasn't been a strength for him in the past. That's
0: always been something that's bugged me about his game is he can't really get away from anybody, you know? And Um,
2: you see too, he's able to create because he can get away from guys. So he's moving defenders. There was one play, I forget who he dropped the ball off to, but the guy got fouled right away because they were overcompensating on Pritchard. But again, We're going back to what you opened the show with, John, the competition here. That depth pieces on Philly just aren't super impressive. He's cooking these guys. We know the phrase that gets thrown around all the time, John, is that 4A player. If you put Pritchard in the G League, he would probably average 40 for the season. In the NBA, he hasn't really been able to carve out a consistent role. Uh, So they need him this year. You know, you drop Brogdon and you got White and Drew potentially starting or playing starters minutes. You're going to need at least 15 minutes of uh, Pritchard here, probably. And you need him to have a more versatile impact. He's got to defend. He can't be someone that defenses go right at. He's got to play make. He can't just be going one-on-one like he has in these games. His game's impressive. He's enormously skilled i mean i i've loved him for a long time even back to his college days and he's always had a great skill set but what he really didn't seem the get last year john everybody in the nba can score 30 40 points if they have the ball the whole game and it, he was upset that he was <laughs> <laughs> if if you're taking 20 30 shots yeah, i mean how anyway. many shots did he have tonight but anyway He's gotta be able to play a role. Because look, what he's doing right now with big minutes and big opportunities, great, but that opportunity is gonna diminish here. And
0: if he's shooting I, one, why three, is it gonna if, diminish though? Like what again, doing now? Again, if you have six guys and you're gonna load manage Horford a little bit too, uh, you're gonna have nights where you've gotta give heavy minutes to two other guys on that team and Pritchard's first in line. I mean, there's no way he's not, it's not getting about
2: minutes. Though it's ball time. It's, it's, shots. but I mean, if you're
0: playing second unit again, you're looking at offense. Let's just say if it's Al, you know, with it, with a J, you know, as in the second unit, or if it's, uh, you know, white it, with Pritchard. Say, I mean white with, with someone, those guys, he has his responsibility at that point is to score. They're actually, I think it's silly to Put him in the game and say, Be someone other than this guy who can light up the, the YMCA, you know, like, uh, you know, for, for, for 92 points, like that's what you do. Go do that. We keep coming back to, um, uh, and we're gonna wrap shortly. Uh, we keep coming back to just be not everybody can be everything. I don't care, you know, what Peyton Pritchard <clears> does, <throat> you know, defense is not like you don't care, but it's like he has a role. When you're out there, you got to fill it up. When they're not, when he's not scoring because he doesn't get to be himself because he's like, well, I got to defer to these guys. He's useless. It's the same thing. Sam Hauser's not out there jacking a three every single time the ball touches his hands. He's useless. So do well, what you're he's supposed not, to no, do. No, he's useless if he's not hitting. He's useless if not hitting. But that's the thing. That's gotta, the thing gotta, with Pritchard, gotta, Though I mean, like
1: it's like there's a you got to
0: look for him. He's got to shoot it.
1: Sure, but. I think right now, what we're seeing is, you know, again, is it because it's preseason? Is it because, you know, he's different, in a little roller, he's playing differently, but the shots are falling. If you're only looking for one thing from a guy and he's not giving you that one thing, it's a bit of a quicker hook. And that's kind of been my critique with Pritchard over the last, not even with Pritchard, I guess with the Celtics. And I texted this earlier to you guys, but it's like, it's a lot of money. I understand that it's not a big percentage of the cap and all this stuff now but still it seems like a big number to give a guy that you really haven't counted on at all, at all over the first, whatever, three years of his contract. And now it's like all of a sudden you're expecting him or you're giving him a contract that kind of shows all this confidence in him when it wasn't that long ago where basically did demand yeah. a trade, right? I mean, because they weren't, because they weren't using him and because they didn't, he didn't seem to feel that they had a role for him. So A lot has kind of changed quickly here. I'm not jumping on the Pritchard bandwagon yet because I want to see it in the regular season, but we know that he's going to be, I mean, I guess liability in a way on the defensive end. He's not known for it. He's not really big enough to, uh, you know, take on a a major role at defensive end. I'm sure he's going to be active and be a pest. Um, But I think he really, he really does need to be on on that offensive end. And listen, we've all seen it when he does get the opportunity he, there's been games where he's coming off he the bench wants and really spark. too. You, you can know? tell, like, totally. You can't deny that he's worked really hard for it and that he deserves it and all this stuff. I'm just not ready no, yet. No, but to there's just something with, that there's he's something slide what John right said. Do you give him
2: that opportunity? Do you give him that role because he's shown he can do it? Green light. And, and, and being around the team so far, these guys like across the board. I've talked to a number of guys about it. They're like, he is just killing people in, in practice. Like he's out there to. Sam, how's this say he's out? But for why blood. didn't they? Why didn't they realize it? Yeah, like
1: wh- nothing he, does really he, changed it, Does with he, look, over does the he
0: look a tad uh, uh, fitter to you? Slimmer? Yeah. He, for, he for a short For a belt. short guy, I always thought he was a tad thick. Uh, he looks a little bit more svelte this year. I don't know if he's moving a little bit better. He, as we noted, as we said, that little separation it looks now that he's pretty confident that he's going to be able to get his shot off all the time where it didn't always look like that before. It feels like he's like, I got it. Like I'm going to set this guy up and I'm going to get my step back or I'm going to get to where I want to go. And I don't think I, he's probably more confident now. I
1: mean, his first game, he was going off. I mean, he was feeling it. I just based on the highlights that I saw on him and um, he's always been a confident guy, but for whatever reason, it feels like the Celtics haven't been as confident in him. I I gotta say, I'm
0: ho- hopefully they are sorry, Jimmy. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's it. No, I was just going to say, I, I just looked up and, uh, you know, just saw that the, uh, the, the, the crowd keeps growing. Um, uh, so thank you. Thank you guys. for are jumping in late. We'll oh, keep yeah, the I conversation going a little bit. We got to say bye to Sherrod. Sherrod's got a boogie.
3: Sherrod, last thoughts before you go, uh, Peyton Pritchard pro-am Peyton is in the building, earn that check, <laughs> do the damn thing. And this will be the last time Jimmy will be right about anything. There we go. <laughs> We're out. What was? I'll drink Charade's
0: to that. out. Sherrod's out. We're gonna hang a little bit. Sherrod, we'll see you on the next. Uh, we got a week off between games, but we'll do another show before then. Mm.
2: Sounds good. Me and me and Sharad's uh, guy Drew Carter there was calling him preseason P. He added to the nickname preseason
0: P. Scalbo's like, oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get. Uh,
1: That's we gotta get clever, Drew. Boston Boston P party is still the best. Uh, the yeah, Boston Pea Party was <laughs> <them> special. <laughs> I don't think
2: anyone would really get it who doesn't watch the show, but <laughs> but
1: I think it's kind to it could still stick. Yeah, if we, the,
0: we need that, share. Come on. <laughs> it was great. Glad, gl- glad, uh, glad, Sharron was here. We're going to hang a teeny bit longer. A couple things I want to talk about. One moment in the game tonight um, that I thought. Oh, before we get on to this one, other players. Uh, all right, let's let's just let's let's let let's me play. just rattle through them. No. Uh, is it real or not is it hold real on let me get out real? the almanac <laughs> uh, is it real or not real like so sam hauser's a... under pressure real or not real, real i like, like this segment real or not real go real or not real like hauser are you concerned that the three didn't go down with regularity like every single time he got an open look i definitely think he's a bit under pressure i also think it looks a little bit more like a balloon this year than it did uh last year but maybe that's just me I'm just... well he
2: starts the preseason three for 16 and yeah he had that stretch last year when Went on and on and on for about two months, where he was hit shooting twenty eight percent from three, and they really didn't have anywhere else to go. Uh, they kept, just kept playing him, and then finally, two months in, Joe took him out for two games, and then they went back to him, and he did heat up into the playoffs. But he didn't play in the playoffs. Remember, we we're like, should they sneak Hauser in here? Could he do something? And they never went to him. So. You got they O'Shea did, Percet. but
0: they'd go to him for four minutes, Yeah, and if he hit a three or two, that was great. Maybe it would extend his run. If it didn't, he'd be like, got to get that guy out of there, and then give him a quick hook. It's a lot of pressure when you know if this, if my first shot doesn't go down, I'm probably only playing four minutes tonight.
2: Right, and he doesn't have a versatile game. Now, he did a decent job defensively last year, which was a big plus. It got him the 80 games played that he had, but you got Brissette. You got Lamar Stevens, who was a starter last year in Cleveland. You got Delano Ban, who was excellent in that New York game and really looks like he knows their system. And Joe seems to be uh, taken to him. He played with the starters again tonight for a lot of minutes. And Luke just keeps hitting shots. So, so at a certain point, you is, like, <laughs>
0: is Sam feeling the heat from Luke right now?
2: He has to, because luke has got a more diversified game. I said that when they signed him, he can run a little pick and roll. He can pass a little bit. He's a little more stout. Rebounding too. Do you see the putback donkey Adam one of the he's, games? Well, he's
0: a little more stout. He, he's a little more physical.
2: Yeah, he's versatile and he can get shots off from two as well. So I've
0: been really impressed by Svi. Svi.
2: Yeah, he was impressive to close last year. In real? John says he's you're, real.
0: You're going you real? This one up. So here's I don't the know thing. If, I don't know if he's real, but I want him to be. I li- I like his game so far. He's your but new, again, Rob. new Rob. The defense.
2: And I don't want to do the whole defense thing again, but his defense is bad. It's really bad. (laughs) They were going at him in New York. And every time help had to come over and quickly or whoever else was just firing to an open shooter where the help came from. So they're going to have to figure out some ways to hide him defensively. But they're doing some cool stuff, like some zones. I saw someone in the chat brought it up. They're running some different help. Actions. They're really shaking things up defensively this year. So, can you be in a position, as you've talked about, John, to have a guy play who's really strong offensively, but you're going to have to find some ways to make it work defensively? Because that's what Miami does, right? They have a million guys who play regularly who can't defend. They just scheme it up so they can survive out there. So, that might be part of the equation here as well. But, Hauser's under fire. Maybe I'd say on opening night, Hauser's going to have that rotation spot. But if he starts the year
1: cold, you have a lot of options to go to here. Bobby, here's a yep. question, super chat that we that we missed earlier. Uh, Muhammad, Mohammed says, "I've noticed that you have used some full court press before dropping in a zone, usually after a made free throw. Any thought that we will see it more this season?" I think you're gonna. You saw it almost the entirety
2: of summer league, so mm-hmm. that raised some eyebrows. Like, what are they running zone for the whole summer league? And yeah. I've I've been asking everybody about it at camp and they're all smiling and they're saying, "We'll see." You know? <laughs> so I love a good full court press once in a while, you know. There's some wrinkles. I don't know. Did you guys watch Did you guys watch the um Missoula podcast with JJ Reddick? Only pieces. So, the big thing Joe talked about in it cuz he was reflecting a lot on last year and he was saying he was using like the baseball analogy. We had a fastball, it was really good, but we need we need a curveball and we didn't have one. I feel and like so, John said that. Yeah, and, he and watches, Joe said he must
1: watch the show. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> they're they're trying to find some wrinkles. Is it zone? Is it the press that he's talking about? It I see them doubling a lot more aggressively. You talked about Jimmy, how they need some turnovers. They didn't mm-hmm. turn they didn't force turnovers at all last year. So they're looking for something. They have a lot of players who are really good in zone. Banton played in Toronto, Brissett played it obviously at Syracuse. They have a lot of long guys walsh even look good in it even though he's not getting a bunch of minutes so far and poor can obviously man the middle of his uh, own i think you're gonna see it i mean they're all really excited about it they're all like giggling when you ask about it because they don't want to talk about it but they're doing some stuff behind the scenes they're trying to come up with some wrinkles and i'm excited to see what they are
1: yeah i love a good i love a good full court press out, out of like a an inbounds or, or a I don't know about basket. the press, but dude, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know, their skin mix it up for a little little bit. Patino Patino would be happy uh, back in the day when they did that before your
0: time, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, but it's it just, it, you know, it, yeah, they they it, put it this way they have the other the team up, it gets you know, it, 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 it changes the rhythm, forces yeah.
1: turnovers, it gets it gets Takes the other it team harder annoying. to get into
0: your sets. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's anything it, more it's annoying, annoying. Than,
1: than having a guy like biting your ankles as you're trying to dribble up the court there's it's nothing the,
2: more it's the that. best yeah. i love this i love pritchard i love this i
1: would love pritchard to do that actually.
2: someone just said this in the chat too i love the budding and i'll throw utah on this too but there's like this budding pettiness or just kind of back and forth tug and pull especially between the heat and the celtics because obviously the heat keep throwing the celtics off with the zone over the last couple of years and now the celtics are like all right we're gonna run a zone and the Celtics cut this guy Champagne at the end of the roster. And what do the Heat do? They pick him up immediately. And now it's he's in their mix. And then Utah, yeah obviously. They'll be starting there. scoring sixteen a game, <laughs> probably. That,
1: that might be the difference in the end.
2: Right. And Danny's out there, you know. Danny picked up Romeo. Danny picked up Joey Hauser. Like there's a lot. And Danny was gonna sign Porzingis if the Celtics didn't make that trade. Like there's some fun, like back and forth between those three
0: teams now. Good. Yeah. Uh last thing. Good Joe moment tonight, Uh, uh, Banton. uh, Early, yeah. yeah, I don't know what was up with that. So Delano Banton clearly um, early in that the first possession starts the third quarter. Ball goes to the ground. He does not dive for it. He kind of half rolls over on it. Okay, it did not hit the ground for the loose ball. And and immediately Joe fires to the bench, gets a reserve up in his place, and he's gone. And he friggin' bites his head off, never to be seen again. All the way down to the end of the bench, and gets into it. Next Is time, Grant. <laughs> next time Banton comes in the game, he's friggin' hauling ass everywhere he's going. So he he reached him, and I know, like Banton. I guess that's been part of the knock on him that he can, you know, he not fire you know, enough. Nick Nurse couldn't stand him.
3: He he's in and out. Well, Nick Nurse it's, it's can't in, stand anything.
0: Yeah. He's a it's in, it's incons, it's inconsistent. Isn't it um, weird
2: that he's coaching the Sixers now too? But I yeah, keep forgetting. I yeah, asked him that question, too. John, and he says because he didn't play Delano a lot in Toronto, and the Raptors fans would be like, it, "They never play him." But I asked about O'Shea, who obviously coached up there in Toronto, but Delano too, and he said Delano's always shown flashes. He's interesting at six nine. I don't know if he's six nine, but whatever. They said on the a,
0: broadcast he's six seven and three
2: quarters. Yeah, officially. he's not six nine. He's been a point guard for most of his four years. His deal's consistency. One night he's really good, and like a lot of guys and young players in the league, there's nights where he really struggles. <laughs> I, yeah. I just thought that was some like that's fun honest. honesty from yeah. Harris. Yeah,
1: it's good to hear. Yeah. And that seven, was just like
2: the New York game.
0: He was brilliant.
2: Just all his actions, all his movement. He scores twenty points, and then tonight, Dude,
0: I, I was so impressed with him, particularly finishing with his left. You know, yeah. like he just, you know, he he did that three, four, five times in that game. He and was able to get was to just the top out of it. He he didn't look and, good tonight. And so now you saw it. And I think Joe might have seen something he didn't like earlier. Tries him out in the third, gets that first play, and he's like, "Get the," you know. So like, I like that. It's only preseason, and you know sure that's fine you know like some ass kicking here and there particularly the guys who are fighting for those last spots there, like Buddy. Well, that's it
1: that's just you it. haven't this the up thing yeah. you
0: don't get to come in here and act that way like you're either gonna friggin lay it out there or you're out of here man like what are we doing here so i i like I, I like that i'm giving joe a tommy point for that tonight
2: right yeah good, good. And, and then you know at guys. the bottom end it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be walsh and jd and Kate up in Maine, probably, you know, the yeah, two-way But I,
0: I like the idea of Banton in there as a tall point guard because it actually changes your dynamic. And he can he play can like do. a wing in and because some he can, ways, he can too. Defend, he can defend wings, but if he can run the point at times, you know, with other units, it's a nice luxury to have to be able to have, you know, somebody of that size in there because you can play different lineups uh, there as well. You know, you might be a little worried about Pritchard and, you know, white at the same time. And are you too small? You know, so like, I don't know, it, it changes the dynamic a little, if he can, yeah. I mean, he's certainly the fourth point guard, but um, it's not bad to have it.
2: It's going to be interesting. Do you need a shoot to get on the floor for this team? Because a lot of these guys we talk about here, they're really not shooters. So does that give Hauser and Spee the leg up off the jump, just because of how important shooting is and spacing is to Joe? We'll have to see. Cause Banton, it does a lot of things to like about him. You know, I talked to him in New York. He said he showed up eight weeks ago and really started learning the system and figuring out how to screen and all that for these guys. But he's a twenty-seven, twenty-eight percent career three-point shooter. And that just might not work on this team. Um Brissette, yeah. again, another guy who's up and down. Lamar really struggled in Cleveland shooting. So that might give Spee and Hauser that leg up. Spee's gonna be interesting. He like you see a lot Spie. of stuff you like, but <laughs> the defense is just flying speed
0: fuzzy I'm here too um, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how we can get Rob back at some point I don't know <laughs> I can tell you how
1: when he does nothing in Portland for the next three years is it going to be like a Patriots situation it's free agency and
2: then you can just <laughs> you, 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 you,
0: you, you Jamie Collins him you know you bring yeah, him you go. know He's going to get they two and three. We're talking about Tice right like that.
2: Is, it like, is Indiana going to give up Tice? Are they just going to let him go? Bring him back.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to get him back when we it's do the J- J- JB to Portland for draft picks, Simons and Rob deal. Um, you know.
2: <laughs> Still trying to do that. You dream of that's probably in the past. I wanted Rob's going to sco- be interesting. Like, I wanted
0: that Scoot deal, but yeah.
2: The, the early chatter around Rob, it's like, all right, Portland likes him. They're going to keep him. They're going to roll with him here. But then you hear. Oh, can another contender go for Rob and cement their lineup with He's them? gonna go
0: to Golden State and he's gonna win he's gonna Imagine, win the right?
1: That'd be something. But listen, the Celtics have the in my opinion, I don't know what the what, what it says on FanDuel right now, but I think that they should be the top top seed or top bet. Do
2: to you win. two like this team? Just off like the early vibes, the early like the roster, everything. Do you do you, do you think you're both? I need like to see them team? play. I, think I, didn't, it, I didn't like last year's team. There was just something off about them from the start that I really didn't like. And you yeah. saw them play early on, and all the threes are flying, and there's no real defensive consistency, and they're winning. But it's like, uh, like remember, John, they're 21-5. and five And I was like, let's see what happens when the shooting comes back, Tareth. And yep. it didn't look great the rest of the way. I still don't know how I feel about this team, first impression-wise. Everything's just—it's so too new. early, Bobby. I Can mean, I say one thing?
0: One thing regarding getting Rob back. Did you guys see what happened? Um, you know, yesterday he he didn't play, um, and the rationale was um, that he was uh, ramping things up. It wasn't a health thing. He's still ramping things up because he got <laughs> he got into he got into camp late. He got in late because of the trade. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, what do you I'm mean? What are we play? talking about? Can this you imagine is, if we were this doing is that show? Sto- this Is a story, Holidays of Rob? Played, Holiday's played twice already and he's 33 years old. Rob's still ramping up poorly, you know, to play a few minutes in a preseason game. What kind of excuse is that? Well,
1: dude, this is exactly why I said just part ways. To it's a him. great point,
2: Jimmy. Like,
1: because this is it. what you get with Rob, he's just always ramping up. For You're what, not, we're not wrong. Sure. I'm not, we're I'm not telling sure you, what, I agree
0: with is. every. Basketball, but team. Blazers
1: fans need will eventually but realize that. I, like, why is he playing tonight? Why is he playing 15 minutes? It was like trading my son. Like it's right. going to hurt
0: me for a little while. Okay, it's <laughs> but not you because would do I... it.
1: But you would trade your son?
0: <sighs> oh my god! Yes. If they didn't, if, 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 Jimmy's <laughs> so right. Would. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> G- yes, Jimmy's so right. If he's not so meeting have, expectations. You can
0: have two of my daughters too, and a, and a big dowry. You know. <laughs>
2: Jimmy's so right. If if they didn't do the trade, you, you had to do the trade. It's been because, a banner night for me. Because if they didn't do the trade, we'd on be sitting board. here doing 30 minutes of, is Brogdon
1: mad? Rob's ramping up. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> it would be 20 minutes of John saying they had a chance to get Drew. Drew and would they be let on him the heat. To, and they let him go, yeah.
2: He'd be on the heat. No, he'd yeah. be on the sixers killing them the last uh two yeah. games and we'd yeah. be going oh my god
1: they <laughs> they didn't get this guy
2: they had to do it yeah and chance has made it so
0: I agree with this one the real rob he died with that with that knee yeah. injury it was oh, yeah. never it it's was like, never never the same we tried to fool ourselves and look as much as I loved rob when he i was come back I'm like this guy doesn't look right, right? Like this doesn't look like Rob at all. Everyone's like, "Shut up, John." He dunked once, and I'm like, "Nah, yeah. man, he's See? not." Yeah, he's not the same. And he he's showed not up to camp and needed surgery. He's not <sighs> the same. Let's not get. That's gonna pit's PTSD. we're done. Uh, we're gonna wrap the show. Uh, we've gone on long enough well, for wait a, a uh, pre. Oh. Well, we, we
1: didn't talk about the GM survey, Bobby. What did you have to say about that?
0: Wait, we can't get into that. It's too many things.
1: What, dude? We got no, we I'll throw nothing else one, going on. We got a 1,000 people uh, on the show right now. I'll throw one thing out there. We got there five minutes. It. We got five
0: more minutes. No, I'll give you a Patriots minute.
1: All
0: right, Bobby, you
2: first on the GM survey. I'll throw one thing out there from it, which was funny. It's going to piss the chat off. It already pissed Twitter off. Who was the most underrated acquisition of the summer? Number one, Marcus Smart, 17%. Ooh. Number two, Grant Williams. What? Fourteen percent.
1: Who did they interview? Just
2: Under, like, you, so the word the underrated. GMs.
0: The word underrated does a lot of work here because underrated means, after all the obvious good signings, what else is left? And that's what <laughs> underrated means here. Okay. Cause that's what you're saying. It's like, well, certainly Holiday yeah. and Porzingis are the biggest signings along, right, with, right, right. Like, along with Lillard and blah, blah, blah. Like after we get over the actual important people who are going to make impacts, what's left? And what's left is the guys that were traded for those guys. Mm-hmm. So like, that's right. it. And it's so like it, the,
1: it's like, you don't, it's like the, you don't know ball guys. It's like, oh, yeah. well, actually the real winner of that deal oh, was Marcus the Grizzlies. Smart.
0: <laughs>
2: So far, well, Grant. Don't see you in
1: this tree. <laughs>
2: well, Grant. So far, at three games. Thirty-six percent from the field. Thirty-three from three. These
1: stats mean nothing.
0: Six and five. They do mean nothing. But the Grant thing, I'm telling you, man, there is no way Grant and his mouth there, along with Kyrie and whatever's going to go on in his head. Grant. There is no way. There's going to be a that, fight works. We're, we're going to hear about Grant it. Grant is going to drive room. them crazy over there. Like he's an acquired taste and he's come on like he's friggin' like two time MVP and the captain of the USA basketball team. Like <laughs> yes. tone it down, dude. I went to friggin' I went to Draymond's wedding or whatever. Like oh. dear, dude, Does this too. Yeah. You, you mentioned all the stuff. He got the invite got to it. the uh, Miami party.
1: So I still can't Slow, figure it out. Slow
2: Play it some. You mentioned yeah. the grant stuff, and that's all true. But then there's this in Memphis. Smart's got abdominal issues going on right now, and he's hoping to be ready for the start of the regular season. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. little weird, too. He mm-hmm.
1: strained so, like a strained, strained abdominal or something.
2: Yeah, he came in the camp with it. He he really wasn't ready to go. So I don't know the whole story there, but I've been keeping an eye on that too. So I don't know. Celtics might have made some the the thing. And I didn't love giving up smart. I do like the holiday deal. And I think that made everything all come together. But I also think there's something to that game seven loss and just the way they lost in these finals as a whole. It's tough to bring the band back from that. And just all of the frustrations of the last couple of years here and shortcomings, they need to shake it up, and they went above and beyond in shaking this team up. Like it is so completely unfamiliar, Jimmy, being in the gym with all these new faces and new coaches and everything else. Like yeah. it's just a whole different world.
1: The coaches too, a lot of new coaches in there.
2: Yeah, whole new staff. So keeping
1: an eye on the uh, Cassell uh, on the sidelines at all, or what?
2: Cassell's been everywhere. In fact, Tatum said he's the loudest guy I've ever met, even louder than Grant just never wow. stop talking and he really he never leaves Tatum's side he's he's next to Tatum the not a bad practice. Thing. oh I know what you I wanted to see him to ask. on the bench
1: tonight I know what I wanted to ask all, all this stuff about um like Pierce being around and like um was it Missoula said he kind of <laughs> stressed he kind of stressed that he wanted some like former Celtics to be in the uh arena or be in the area I love it personally I know John has thoughts on this <laughs> I can remember on, saying John. over the we last couple of years, it. no, I can remember saying over the last couple of years that this Celtics have lost, like the organization has lost like the historical aspect of being a Boston right. Celtic. All the players of the past were gone. When I was covering the team, you would see players from the past every single game. I'm talking about the other guys who, unfortunately, some of them have passed away. Some of them have, are just un- unable to, you know, be in the area as much as they used to be. And then you've got the like guys from the 08 team couple guys around, you see Leon Poe, you see those guys around, but you never saw a lot of these big names coming through like you used to. And I felt like that really had an effect on players not understanding how special it used to be or used to feel to be a Boston Celtic and the pride that went along with that. So I'm personally glad to see Pierce hanging around a little bit more. I'm not saying I want him to turn into an assistant coach, and I'm sure that – he doesn't want to be either. i I know that he wouldn't probably be capable of something like that, but Pierce was a true Celtic. Say what you want about him. He loved being a Celtic. He did his thing. He came together with KG and those guys and they showed what it meant and what it took to win play winning basketball. So if he, if any guys can learn anything from Pierce or anyone else coming through, I love that. I know that like Pierce, you know, as the analyst, Ruffles a lot of people the wrong way and is no longer doing that for a reason. But I'm always going to be a Pierce guy, like through and through. So that's my take on that. John would rather him uh, get lost.
0: It's not that. I just, I'm all for it. I like it in theory, the idea of the legends. I just, Pierce is not a serious person. And I think he's totally beclowned himself in the last few years that, like, he does not carry that kind of, like, oh, here he comes in here to teach. <laughs> Jason, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum can't learn a freaking thing from Paul Pierce. I wouldn't this say that. You time. can learn, do
1: it. Jason Tatum, Yo, can you learn gotta be a
0: dog, too. dog. Like, about toughness. You know what Tatum. think no, it's not, because it's not. Paul Pierce's toughness is borrowed from Kevin Garnett. Paul Pierce was. Not Jason Tatum is better at this point in his career than Pierce ever was. And then KG came and completely flipped Pierce's legacy. And, yes, he learned, but he learned from someone else. I don't want to hear that Paul Pierce was always that guy. Paul Pierce absolutely – wasn't always
1: that guy. He sacrificed –
0: so he knows about sacrifice. I think one thing he can teach if they would listen is you got to be less of you. And more of the whole, and when right. you do that, and he great told things him that. can happen. He because Cole
2: it, Tatum, everybody on the roster matters all the way down.
0: And so with that, if he will listen to that, absolutely, you know. But like Pierce looks like he's just in there to, like, you know, cl- you know, clown I mean, around.
1: Pierce is getting himself back in a back in a playing shape. Pierce <laughs> is in there; he's basically he do whatever the hell he wants. He's earned that, and a wit Grossbeck would probably say the same exact thing. So yeah, I understand that when Pierce walks through. Walks through those doors, you know. It's not like record scratching the players are like, "Oh, there goes Paul Pierce, the greatest Celtic to ever live." But the bottom line is, he is considered one of the best Celtics. To I, ever, think P- to ever I think. I think Pierce for, is,
0: for a lot of our generation. Pierce is out of for, options. That's why he's here, not because he wants to necessarily. He's just like I, 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 I actually, yeah. Hey, I but he's still time. here. I do it have time hurt. on my hands. I don't really have good anything
1: to do. I'm moment. glad he. I'm glad that's what it came to. He's, he's right. back home now. Sometimes you have <laughs> but, to, John. Look, you know. We he's, were begging gotta, for this. You yeah, got to experience right. life for a bit. You do. Pierce, and you know did, Pierce will maybe Pierce will get KG to come in for a game or two. John Pierce still has all those connections. He's but, boys with Cassell. I'm
0: sure he's got. But, a but bunch I think of, when, yeah, that's fine. I, I here's the yeah, thing. yeah, it is fine. Uh, Thank you. When I think they right look, again, I think you're bringing KG. It's like, like I've been begging guy. for KG, but that's a little harder to do. But KG, is I do again. believe and that's that Pierce. To, Pierce, the one thing he did. And and Alan did it begrudgingly is, again, you look at the stats, each of those guys, what they were the year before that trade in three separate destinations and the amount of weight that they carried, 20, the amount of shots they took and how much they went down, like they each – took five, six, seven fewer shots per game to make that thing work. Their points per game averages dropped from the mid to high 20s down into the high teens, you know, just to make it work here. And it was, I mean, one of the best teams we've ever seen. I mean, it was dude, they unbelievable were tough, too. what they did. Pierce was always they a tough, tough player, dude. And they played tough. He was physical. So,
1: he, wouldn't yeah. shy, he wouldn't shy away from contact. And he contact. never really tailed off. Like, he would take big shots. Days. No, he would take big shots. In big moments, and he would hit a lot of them. And, dude, he had that fire. If you're in your 30s or, like, upper 20s or, like, upper 30s, like – there's nothing anyone can say. It's to you fine. that's going to make you not like Paul Pierce.
0: I'm sorry if you're. So- it's. Not, I just. I honestly. I just think he's. Made, just isn't. I just think he's ridiculed. And shame on you. He's, shame ri- on he's you ridiculed also. himself the last couple of years. Like no, just you really... ridiculed him <laughs> the last couple of years. He's ridic. <laughs> he's ridiculed yeah, himself. He's made
1: a couple of mistakes. I'm sure like to take back while he's been you know in sort of like post career party mode. It is but I sad. think Him coming back. It's not sad. It's life. He's coming. He's. he's he didn't break any laws, Bob. No, you know, but
2: what's sad is that like. Young people, like even younger than me, who really didn't see him, are going to think, oh, that's who Paul Pierce is, the goofy guy on Twitter doing crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that,
1: that, that is one. Of, I mean, same with Kendrick Perkins. I mean, there's right. a lot of people that disagree with Kendrick He's Perkins. He's that crazy and, guy on TV. Yeah, that's that's post-career. I mean, it's good for the, these guys in a way for finding something else to do after I, I, the again, NBA. But going back to my original point, I like to see some of these former Celtics who do have, you know – a lot of clout within the organization who have won things. Wasn't
2: well, it a funny I'd too, like to John, that he did a scrum? <laughs> People in the comments were like, why is, it, "Why is he doing this? Like he's a player? Dude,
3: he's
0: freaking—he's a funny. That is dude, hilarious. Man. Yeah, he's—he's he's great. He's a funny dude. Uh, you know, I just don't know. I don't know what he's doing. If it's serious or if he's just kind of chilling. But by like, the way, Eddie House it's brought the house down shit, man. The I'm saying, content. do you think? Do you think if Paul Pierce sing? said, I no, want to have a bigger that, role it. here, anybody would object? Paul. Of course not. I don't think he's here to do anything other than kind of like hang out and like wave and you know, move on. Hey, I don't know how much I don't know it how effect PG it's going to have.
1: But, John, I, how many guys in the Celtics yeah. organization have done that? Pierce is practically at that age now. They just come through, say what up to twists, go on with their day, dap up a couple of players, hey, text me back, blah, 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 and like that's it. He's not trying to become the GM of the team. He's just showing his face, being and I, I guarantee you that the organization likes seeing him around. They don't want him getting on the microphone and you know, giving <laughs> all his takes on breaking down every player on the team, but I'm sure they like seeing him around. And I think a guy like Tatum, yeah, Tatum is good in his own right. But you can you never you're never too good to learn from You can't else. think you're above the no. advice, the perspective, no. the Hell lessons. No. If he
2: doesn't it, it's too late. We're gonna be on Tatum and Brown this year, as we should. Like you got all the skill in the world, you got the perfect roster, you got it all. You can't be above doing the little things, you can't be above the leadership aspects, like you said, John, like some of the things Pierce can teach him in that respect. You can't think you've done it all at this point. And I don't think they necessarily do. I think especially last year was a wake-up call for both of them, the way it ended, that it's not just automatic. But there's a difference between back-to-the-defense stuff, like what you're saying, saying the right things at the mic, and actually running this team, running this organization day-to-day. Because there is something there's a little bit, too, when everything's going great, Jimmy. You're laughing at When everything's going great, Brown and Tatum, like they're, they're up there, they're the leaders, they Take got all off. the answers. Take that down right now.
1: <laughs> Throw some respect on his name. But
2: neck. when things go wrong... Who's really taking the accountability? Who's bringing everybody together? Who's resettling the team? Like, that's where we're really going to find out what those two are made of this year in the big, big moments. And they will have them. Like, I think Milwaukee has what it takes to go toe to toe with them. You got Denver out west. Like, they are not, even with this deal that I do think makes them the favorites, they're not miles and miles ahead
1: of everybody yet. I mean, we'll see, but. Hold on. Let's just all remember, John Bobby. I think you were on the show. I'm not sure. On Paul Pierce retirement night, John <laughs> took it upon himself to start the show, like bashing Pierce. He called him like a B plus player and said that like he was the most. See, I can't player. agree with that. I agree with some of the. But silliest. this is who we're dealing with here. Everyone who's watching the show tonight. John, John didn't have the He's a great A Pierce hater. He's a great A Pierce hater. He was. A,
0: he was. You, he was you, a shot chucker on a on bad teams. John, Picture John and then, in his and, then, prime. and then he was Paul Pierce was a scorer. He was the most talented player they'd had since bird. There's no question about you it. You guys think
1: Jalen Brown has it bad. You should have seen prime John
0: <laughs> trashing prime. Pierce. But, but Pierce got, see. Pierce got everything. that You don't even Pierce, know the word. Pierce's I don't even know some of the was words. Flipped by used. one man. And that's Kevin Garnett. He rewrote, he rewrote. It, the storybook reads differently. If KG doesn't. Come I, I wouldn't
1: here. say, I wouldn't say he changed it. I wouldn't say he changed it like 180. But yeah, the he, completely. Champions. Paul Pierce is
0: not mentioned as a great as anything other than a guy who could score points. If KG doesn't come here, he, he, re, he rewrote it and he redefined my it. My
1: generation, he would. He was. A, I
0: still get what our you're saying, um, But he, he
2: still so would have so. been up there with the great shooters, the great scorers. Scores. like his, his, Absolutely. career statistics are pretty impressive.
0: I understand that. He I understand visit- that. I'm just saying, yeah, and he, he could was really a very defend. Good scorer. Too. I would also say,
1: I would also say, I'll say this if you go down, LeBron James, arguably the greatest player of, of all time, Paul Pierce might be his number one like competitor through LeBron's prime. I would say, like, defender. I would say that uh, those guys had battles. Pierce dropped like Pierce would drop 40 plus on his head. Yeah. No, no question. Pierce and LeBron went at it, and Lebron. And he pushed prime. LeBron. To they that went toe to toe. Absolutely. LeBron would, I guarantee you, and probably already has list Pierce in his top three, top five like opponents of. of I'm like, interested in hearing that. I think his career. I think he, honest to God, mm-hmm. would. And so shame on you, John, for, for belittling Paul Pierce. We'll have Paul. I love in the show it's,
0: it, it. I'll it, have it, you work. On. We did it's definitely the angriest i've made people uh for sure we had a brief pierce appearance last year and i've made uh, i've made people angry before and and this might be it this this is you know it's disgusting is what it is
1: great a hater hater of the year award
0: early (laughs) early
1: yeah pierce is raising the number john's like you
0: weren't that good you weren't even that good I mean, let's not be stupid about the LeBron stuff. What beat LeBron was a shit Cleveland team. The Celtics <laughs> had the Celtics had all stars everywhere, and LeBron was a single person playing with a bunch of bums. What beat LeBron every year was LeBron's teammates. Those I rosters mean, are still something. Those ros- they still those beat the Celtics one of those were years. Brutal. Come on, guys, be honest with yourselves. Like,
1: even in my, oh, even when he was in Miami, they had battles. Were
0: brutal.
1: They had battles when they were in Miami. Yeah.
2: Well, so, Celtics British play Blues. next Tuesday. <laughs> they got a they got a while before they're back on here. So glad we had our. And that's a ball outside. The
0: Castellanos deep to <laughs> <left>. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. By the way, I don't know if John Bobby, we might have to we might have to suspend. No, John the, the chat thinks so for, for sure. They you know, the chat
2: got on your side for a while, John. They'd always be like, "Where's John? We need him." That might have. Yeah. God, you know what? I didn't this. want
0: him. Okay. I want to. I want <laughs> st- to. I want. I want to. I want a clean yeah. slate. We'll start from zero.
1: You should. You know what we should do? I bet you. I guarantee you, there is no um, Blazers report. You can, start that and you can just talk. About <laughs> no, our Rob guy Sean. For he's got the minutes. Rose Garden
2: report. What? He, uh, oh, okay. Shut up. He's yeah, then. he's 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 got the Blazers covered. We we we've passed Rob on to him. He's he's gonna enjoy it. Yeah.
1: We'll have a, we'll have to ha- have him on as a guest when the Celtics play the Blazers. That's not till,
2: Rob doesn't come back till April, which kind of stinks. Oh, oh, what are we gonna do? I hope he, I hope he's yeah healthy right. and still rolling at that point. Who knows if he'll even be on the team then? Yeah, but we shall see. Patriots comment, and then we'll okay.
1: Close yeah, it
0: Jimmy's out. Patriots minute. Go.
1: Well, realistically, I need more like an hour, <laughs> but to try to sum up. To try to sum up where the where the Patriots are at right now, Patriots fans, like this is what football really is like for like 90% of the world. And this is what it's been like. You guys, and I'm not talking about all Patriots fans, but there's a good portion of you guys that could not wait to start the rebuild process. Thought it was going to be exciting, thought it would be fun, thought that Belichick would be able to, you know, turn this thing around, you know? No. You gave up on Brady too soon. Belichick made the biggest mistake of his career and now he's paying for it. And so are the Patriots fans. This is why four years ago I denounced my fandom because I could not fathom the decision to kick Tom Brady out the door. And a lot of people have forget or choose to forget the whole situation. Patriots made Brady a lame duck quarterback his final year. And at that point it was over. He asked for a fair number. I think it was 25 million, 25 million a year for two years, which is, chump change, especially when we consider everything that he's done for this team and everything that he still could have done for this team. Kicked him out the door, disrespected him. He goes to Tampa, wins a Super Bowl right away, and you guys had absolutely no plan for life after Tom Brady. And quite frankly, still don't. There is no plan. There won't be a plan as far as I'm concerned. And I hate to say it, but the darkest days might still be ahead as bad as things look right now. There's not a bright future when I look around this this organization. And it starts at the top. He was arrogant. It's too bad that we're having these – it's too bad we're having these conversations in the middle of the year, but this is what happens to bad teams. never imagined
2: it get bad this bad, team. though. Yeah, no, I did. Yes. I did. Yes. I this actually bad? did.
0: I have receipts. Yes, I did, but not because of what Jimmy said. I agree with the – in retrospect, I – Two years ago, there. John was. I was fine with Brady, with Brady because I, I also thought a cliff was coming, so I didn't think he had more than a year or so left. Okay, Max. But the, the, the not having the succession plan was. Okay, the, the not having a succession plan was uh, inexcusable. Inexcusable. So I was. But I, was ready, I was ready to go to Garoppolo thinking Brady's going to fall off a cliff by 37, 38. When that didn't happen, it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? You don't have a succession plan. So at that point, you hold on. I just still thought he was going to go and fizzle. My biggest problem is simply that almost every other thing that they've done is wrong. Behind the times in terms of roster management, You know, I've been screaming from the top of – I
1: didn't have time yeah. in my I've been screaming from further. the top
0: of my lungs on, like, how do you not understand which way the NFL has gone? Offense, offense, offense. Get a bunch of receivers. Get your quarterback. Offensive line. Get your weapons. Like, they just ignore all of it. And Bill keeps drafting depth pieces, you know, on defense, swinging and missing at every single thing. I mean, they legit have the least talented roster in the NFL. And as Jimmy said, it's, it's – it, it, it's not just now. There's legitimately nothing to be hopeful to be down for. The on, like right. I thought, someone well, the, put this great. Like, thing- with the offense last year, somebody it might have been Curran who wrote it. Um, that last year they looked just dis- a lot of people are like, "Oh, Brian's going to change everything." I was like, "No way with these guys." <laughs> so last year you were like, early on that. Early, like guys, you're you're way. Give me a break! But last year, I think Curran Road was dysfunctional. This year, it's hopeless. Like that's what the offense looks like. There is no right. hope. the The slow receivers can't get open ever. the The quarterback can't throw the ball you know more than five 7 yards down the field the offensive line he can't, can't throw block. it outside the lines the offensive line can't bro- block the running backs can't make anybody miss they're the worst the running backs they're can't the run. worst team in the, the NFL they're the kick. worst offense in the NFL and it, it's unbelievable they're
1: they're a laughingstock it's it's depressing that it got to this point it it i i mean john it's Brady's the first issue but it goes to the fact that the roster even around Brady you had one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and you still couldn't put a decent roster around him. Then you go, you spend all that money in free agency, John who Smith, um, you know, a couple, you know, Aguilar, Aguilar, Whiff, Whiff. Um, Hunter hundred, Aguilar, Henry, Whiff, the jaggiest, just, Henry of them has been all. average. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they go this year. Juju Smith Schuster. What the hell? I mean, talk about useless. And I hated Ju- that's signing gonna, from the start. That's TikTok, boy. He's known for his TikTok dances. Think. And you let Jacoby Myers go for the same money. I Is don't he, care I, what you think.
2: I don't care what you yeah. think about Mac either. He might just be the most average to below average guy ever. And I'm below sure a lot average. of people thought that. But
1: the, yeah, I think the Mac, the Max. D-
2: but they've not the only home, failed to develop him, they've made him worse. I don't think yeah. there's any doubt about it. Between the coaching thing, the
1: Myers thing, they haven't made him better. Uh, I think it's Uh, no secret. And now now they have a big decision to make. They're 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 going to have to like. There's no secret. Or let him go.
0: How wrote it today and is like, don't don't you know you know Jeff Howe Athletic wrote you know don't be surprised you know like Kraft absolutely would move on from Bill if he has to. But you know just recounting everything that has happened over the years, particularly you know in regards to Mac. You know he wrote about it, and this was well-talked about, well-known, like, Bill hated Mac, and he alienated him last year. He, right. he, legit, he legit wanted him to fail. My low-key conspiracy theory, which the is based Bears on nothing, game. so don't anybody say, John's saying fake news here. This is just my deep-down, I wonder. Like, I sure. wonder is like, is Bill secretly trying to sabotage this guy because he can't stand him? He didn't want to draft him in the first place. He thinks he's a friggin' entitled jerk, doesn't want anything to do with him, wants him to fail. Go ahead. Go win with these guys, loser. And so he can start over. And I have no idea. I, all I know is he clearly was irked by him last year. And then all preseason, Mac wouldn't throw Bill a friggin' bone. It was like, well, Bill O'Brien's been great. And, you know, Bill every once in a while chimes in and talks um, talks about us with defense because that's what he knows best. Like, they don't. I think it's frosty. That's I don't think unbelievable. he's unbelievable.
1: The only reason I don't it's think it's not—he's not, that's he's not in sabotaging
0: because, himself intentionally, right? But I, but mean, I don't it, think it, he likes. It is it, him. an
1: unbelievably—it yeah. is an unbelievably hot take, and I get your point. I, I, I think ideally he would. I, I don't think Bill likes quarterbacks to begin with. I mean, he gave Brady a bunch of shit for twenty years. Somehow Brady put up with it, but when it comes to Mac, I, I think if. Uh, Again, it goes back to having a plan B. They don't even have a plan B for. Mac. They can't bench him. Like if you really didn't, if you really, but if you really didn't believe in Mac, like let's say Bill really doesn't like Mac, believe in Mac. Go spend some money on a on a veteran quarterback that could could like come in in spot duty. If your plan is to bench Mac after every third quarter moving forward because he sucks, then don't bring in a guy who's actually worse. That's their only option. So again, yeah. what's the plan? I mean, the only the only hope now, John. It's sad to say is that they end up with a top top pick and they don't trade out of it because that's what they've done. I think I saw a stat. They haven't made a top 10 pick ever in Belichick's oh, tenure. Well, that's really where even. it's going to come to a oh, head. Mostly because they've been good, but they've never traded up for one either. So they don't typically like to draft these high-priced That's where it's going to come talented rookies.
0: players. <laughs> but now – exactly.
1: But now look at what you have. They a don't like guys, guys who have that, talent or who run fast. Yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, they don't like to pay – for some reason, so John, they just don't want to pay anybody with talent. I, he, here we are. He can't be the it's GM the, anymore. Most,
0: that's what for it comes sure. down to.
1: But, uh, but, but, but is he going to Regarding gonna Mac, that? Bedard I, said I, it on, I, his,
0: on the Greg Bedard Patriots podcast, which you can also uh, get here at the CLNS Media Network. He said uh, that um, if there was anybody – even remotely capable of playing better than Bailey Zappi, Mac could be on the bench right now. Like he'd be benched, they he'd right? be benched, Zappi They just get don't. worse.
1: But why not go? But get I'm him saying he's like back they don't do have
0: the alternative. So that he, Bills looking at it like. You know, I tried the zappy thing. He's not going to make us better. Every time the two games he's had in relief of him, he's just throwing the ball wildly all preseason. He was wildly inaccurate, too. I just he don't. won those I, games they, last year. They, they cut him. They caught him. They cut him. Why'd they cut him, him. and No one picked him up. He's useless. Yeah. He's he's not even back. He's he's not totally. even a backup caliber backup. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then it's they bring like, in Corral. Why and what the hell they... happened there? They tried. They, but why didn't they go get a I backup I think when camp started, they Jimmy, freaking, they thought they had so you're, the money's been spent at that point. When when camp began, they're like, "There's guys out there." For no, not anyone. Not good. anymore. Now <laughs> it's now it's now it's friggin' Carson but not anymore,
1: Wentz. But anymore. but how can you misread it so poor? How can you misread it like that? How can you misread? Because he's that misread everything. Position that's so important. I know, and he's just been getting Hubris. another chance. Patriots fans tre- and Belichick, we trust him. Belichick, we and trust. it's well, funny, this what not- happens. When you don't hold your team, real quick, Bobby, I have this argument with my friends all the time. I've had it for the last few years. When you turn a blind eye to obvious issues and you let them, you know, build up and build up, if you don't hold the team accountable, people say, oh, like, when we, when, let's say Celtics are playing like trash and we trash them. Someone's got to hold these guys accountable. When you don't, you just say, and Bill, we trust, and Bill, we trust. Now look where that got you. That's You're the, the problem. laughing stock of the it's NFL. Very- because everyone's just... It, on this fairy no it's fairy, it's, tale it's land, fairy right? dust
0: there's nothing real it's just it's it's this notion that like well they've always figured it out before so they'll figure it out again like it just you let it get to the point where you know it, it got so bad it can't be fixed they legit need it. a new 53 like they're so bad everywhere
1: it's unbelievable yeah. It sucks
0: they've it sucks kept what happened to own and the cornerback. The player that they've like, drafted that they re-signed uh, you know to a deal uh, that was was bailey. You know like and then they cut him 7 right. months later. Like they're not they they're they're not drafting and developing anybody of value. It's unreal how bad this this is 5 years of bad. It's and think horrible. of it John if, if,
2: if 2 years ago you had that decent season if you really invested in that and built it out and made smart decisions off that year. That's how you get the ball rolling a little bit. And instead, like you said, they let guys go. They did the stupid coaching thing. They had bad, bad signings. signings. Yeah, they had, they had hubris, no offensive coordinator. Hubris.
0: We'll figure it out. I've always yeah. figured it out before. He's
1: got to like, go. Like, I like. I don't think that – listen, all, all, of, all the, the negative stuff I'll say about Bill, I don't think that he'll get fired in the middle no of the year. Do I think – like I, I, and I respect Jeff Howe, and I know that he's and I, he's a great guy and a great reporter. I just find that extremely, extremely hard to believe that Bill would get fired and embarrassed in the middle of the year like that. It's There's not going to happen. I just can't picture that happening. Now in the offseason, sure they can they can word it any way they want to, and you know, bottom line is he's going to retire be a, or be a part he's of the. He's going to retire. Or, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he wants that. I think he wants nah, to go he wants, to another. He wants I think he wants that it. wins. Yeah, he wants to show a thing. He
0: still thinks. No, but that's gonna it, be the gonna, PR of it, Jimmy. If it ends, no, he's not gonna retire. If but I don't it ends, think he's gonna retire, it'll be go a mutually parting of ways, you know? Because uh, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna yeah. give him the respect to not whack him, but they'll have a conversation. The conversation will be like, Bill, we we need we got to we got to get you GM some help. Duties. Can we bring in somebody and let them make the personnel decisions? Because so I don't like how it's going. He accepts it or he doesn't. If he says no,
2: and, no, but they're he, gonna
0: spin it as a
2: retirement.
0: That's the only way you can pull not not Danny, Danny's
2: retired and now he's GM of the jazz. Like that's he's how not. you
0: spin it. Okay. That was different. This is
2: completely
0: different. Anyway, um, it's completely different. I don't know. Anyway, um it's it's rough. It's rough. Uh, you know, again, stay with us on the Pats coverage. Uh, poor Taylor, he's going down there it's, and he's <laughs> gonna watch that freaking film every week. He's got that spick smile and he probably gets
1: in the locker room. Like, I've
0: ki- okay. I killed poor Taylor this Not year, sending him out on the beat here. Came in all sunny and positive about all the possibilities yeah. of what could be. And each week it's like he's <laughs> yeah. watching a funeral procession when he's like pouring over this, pouring over this yeah. film. He's like, I can't find a friggin' thing to say about this. you know, that is it- It's like that the
1: video of like when you're at a wedding and they're like, my name is Taylor and this is my first beer. <laughs> it would be like, my name is Taylor. This is my seventeenth week. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots, is like it's It's like oh every God. U.S.
0: president after a year on the job, you
1: you 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 look <laughs> yeah, at them yeah, and they're yeah. like, you know, they haven't slept. Like in George a year. W. One year, yeah, one year later, looks like shit. he was like
0: seventeen years older. Like that's what I've done to Taylor yeah. in a few weeks. You've seen too much. It's yeah, I know. but hey, threw
1: him into the fire. I will say this: it is interesting. It's still interesting. It's just. The product is is painful to watch, but the drama and, around and, and it. And Taylor doesn't like the drama. Movies.
2: He wants the X's and O's, and right. That yeah, kind that's of the thing. That is the problem. Yeah, he just wants itself,
0: to watch yeah. the games. You yeah. know, and, and the, the, terrible, yeah. like, well, the, drama the drama, drama is terrible. But like, I'm just a drama story guy, this year so. it, it piques fan interest because it's like because this is what I've always said about fans and like the notion of like how can you are you allowed can you be mad do you are you a real fan if you, you just have to cheer all the time? <laughs> oh my okay, god. Okay, listen. I've had this argument. It's not just that. Like (laughs) these guys, this is the pay. The teams are your property as the fans. They're yours. These guys are the stewards. They are carrying the mantle now and then they'll hand it to someone else and someone else. And so they're managing something that's yours. It's more yours than theirs. They come and go. Yeah.
3: They'll Go be gone. This is yep. your
0: team, and when they f- mismanage it and fumble it and mess it up and miss opportunities or bury your team and take away years of your prime watching enjoyment because you've messed it up so badly. This is my prime this is my TV. Prime <laughs> this is my couch
1: time. I'm never going to be in better, better shape. shape. Sit on this, this couch. This is my prime and be watching <laughs> football. Yeah. I feel like they're just ruining the best years of my prime, prime TV watching, watching life.
0: Fandom, I, they're killing me. They're taking it from you, and so you absolutely have a right to be mad. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. And again, and again, I was, and this always goes back to my arguments. And they're like, "Oh, so what? The first, the last twenty years of Belichick, like that means nothing to you?" It's like, no, that was great, but those right. days are gone, and we can't just. Think about those days and accept this as like I love that too. Oh,
2: you don't spoil fans 20 years at the bet. What do you just kind of sit back and turn off the game that's going on now and watch the DVD and the highlights? (laughs) Like
1: what? But it's also like, yeah, you held those teams to an extremely high bar back in the day. Now the bar is so damn low where we get fans being like, Well, (laughs) uh the kid they kept it competitive Moral for you know, a half. It's like that's where we're at now. That's really how, that's how far we've fallen. Where we're like, hey, you know, it was a fun remember the Dolphins of game TV. a couple weeks ago? You can't even, yeah, you can't even say that over the last couple of weeks of these two. These games have been so beyond bad. John, I don't even know how they could look. I never thought they would look this bad in a game. I still thought they would lose a bunch of games. But that's to what lose I said. The earlier, way that Jimmy. they're losing, they're just completely disconnected. Like, does the offense? And the defense even talk. Like the they have any like I imagine the defense painted on offense, the forty ball. Down 21. That I can't believe either. <laughs> but I imagine the defense can't stand the offense because the
0: offense is doing them no good. That was also something that was written in Howe's article today that there's a little bit behind the scenes, like and that stuff happens too. But it's like, dude, and on top of that, you have a guy that's just not fun. Like, nobody it's not fun. There's but no leaders not fun on offense playing right here. It's not fun playing for a Bill Belichick team. What's fun is winning. It's a sacrifice. Even the guys winning. who were here, I remember Dante Hightower while he's under contract was like, "It's hard, man. I got to tell you. It's not it's not for everybody." I, a lot of people say it's not for everybody. But you're going to go in through here and you're going to deal with this miserable oh, dude. crap and have people like Bark at you and not let you tweet, not you can, let you talk to the media, not let you have a personality and tell you what you can and can't say and not do anything that's fun on the field and play this crappy conservative brand of football and then get humiliated week in, week out. Like, nobody signed up that's for that. That's the part, yeah. the, the Previous
1: teams, they could, they could bond over the miserableness of what yeah. it took to win because they were winning. So they, could, they, they were all in it together, right? They all understood – how freaking painful, and how much blood, sweat, and tears went into winning, in as much as they did in New England. But now, it just sucks because they're losing too. And every every team hates to suck. It's not like unique to New England, but I think it just extra sucks because you're in New England, and like, it's never really been considered a uh, a fun right. atmosphere, right? Isn't wasn't that like the uh, one of the players box, uh... opposing teams said that one one time? Yeah, but it's just it's it, this is unfortunate this is an unfortunate reality that we're in right now and and again i think it goes back to fans partially goes back to fans who refused to accept that things were going south they just said "And belichick we trust or you know we'll figure it out or it's really not that bad this guy this guy this guy can play i see 11 wins on this team or i see nine wins in this team it's like no none of that stuff is real life it's all just like fandoms, fandom stuff, fandom, put it that way. Um, that's pretty good. So that's, that's, and then here we are. And there's no, there's no fix. There's no easy fix. There's no quick fix. Honestly, their best bet and that this isn't, this isn't really what anyone wants, but they just got to like punt the year and hope for, hope that a, they can draft a, another quarterback and that he's, the, he's quarterback. This is what teams have been doing for the last two decades, by the way. They just lose and pray for a quarterback in the draft, and then repeat. That's typically that's like what eighty percent of the NFL. Teams miss,
0: and and you miss more than fifty percent of the time. I mean, look at the Giants right now. You know, like with Daniel Jones, and they re that guy. Oh my God! You know, like you're toast. You know, right. like the ch- Oh they paid a lot of look money. Look at to the re-sign entire draft Jones. class outside of Trevor Lawrence uh, in that year. I mean, Fields kind of redeemed himself a little bit recently but two of those guys they determined in a year couldn't play trey lance and zach wilson you draft two and three we got our guy celebration that was your window year later you're like wow neither of these guys can play at all (laughs) and max max is turning into a third and the jury's out on fields and that was like an all-time quarterback class you know that was supposed to be phenomenal so, oh and my that, god, that does
2: explain why Bill kind of did it the way he did too. Back to Jimmy's point of him hating quarterbacks, it's just because how can you rely on these guys? They all stink. But, but that's the they point able to like, the around, I know
0: it's like about being different quarter- but this is how it works you get your guy because without your guy you have no chance
1: yeah
0: and you surround him with talent and then yeah. you build from there bill's like i don't know we'll figure it out at quarterback receiver and tackle and let me draft a backup d lineman and you a draft couple a of kicker kickers. and a punter Oh my god,
1: and they got rid of anybody else would have
0: been fired. Cornerback, fine depth, depth defensive line piece, depth hybrid safety piece. Frigging series of 24 year old interior offensive linemen, kicker, kicker, fired instantly like what doing?
1: to the moon or to the sun <laughs> to the
0: moon.
2: and they got rid of folk john he was my favorite i know he was, folk, and folk is, folk is he was exciting focus
1: focus kicking ass the right most now. exciting player on the team and now he's doing it again in tennessee focus kicking ass so not only did they draft a kicker to, and then traded a kicker they didn't need to do either of those things like they could have just kept folk and drafted folk was the most exciting thing maybe about somebody who could years. play football like actual yeah. football yeah but the other thing it's real bad. quick quarterbacks just suck overall right now in the league they it's do. so different by the than way it their was...
0: kicker has missed 50 percent of his kicks he stinks
1: yeah he's a rookie kicker like <laughs> he's not he's not supposed to be any good were they trying to
2: save a buck there what the hell was that i, I don't know I what mean, that was no that was... i mean
0: folks 120 years old and this guy's got a big leg but like you know it is what it is who cares folk
1: he <laughs> folk wouldn't show any signs of slowing down and he's not. I mean, he's still going strong. Kickers can play in their 40s. I mean, you saw Vinatieri. Um, quarterbacks crazy. stink now, generally speaking. Like, there's just not a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. If there's a lot of it,
0: problems. Offensive can, line play has degraded incre- like terribly, and that's making it harder for quarterbacks coming in the league. But right, also, I've noticed
1: that. But also quarterbacks, Brady said this on his podcast um,
0: a few weeks ago.
1: He basically said it just doesn't feel like quarterbacks are pre- as prepared as they used to be. When he was in the league, you know, let's say 10 years ago, you had Brady, you had the Mannings, you had Roethlisberger, you had Breeze, you know, you had Rivers. You could go down the line. i probably missing a bunch of other names, but those guys came to play and they threw the ball all over the field. They won a lot, hell of a lot of games. Roethlisberger, they won a lot of games. They looked like they understood what was coming their way. When I watch football today, aside from Mahomes right now, I just don't see a lot of quarterbacks that seem to know what the hell is going on out there they're using their athleticism to get themselves out of trouble. So like Josh Allen's, you know, uh, you know, well, the uh, college Jackson. It's crazy. You,
0: you it's lost a lot of different. pros. Like uh, four or five years ago, it felt like it was uh, the, the, the golden era of quarterbacks because you still had guys like Rivers and mm. like, you They've know, been like- Brady manning yeah even ryan was pretty good playing a breeze playing at a very breeze. high level so you had the old guys who were incredible quarterbacks all of them so you could go 15 deep and it was like wow there's good quarterbacks yeah. everywhere there's only like a handful now of like you're like there's okay I trust you. even guy. some
1: of the good ones like russell wilson what happened to him he seems to have lost his lost it burrow i don't know what the hell's going on with him so uh you know their hurts doesn't seem to be like uh or uh, not hurts um fields doesn't seem to be like that level of guy No, I mean thought. you're
0: looking at you're looking at Allen. I think Tua has Allen been has even
1: Allen he's lost big games. Even Herbert hasn't Pre- really put Prescott it all together, has to right? Herbert hasn't
0: you're going to put Burrow and Herbert in that there. upper echelon. Watson went to shit. Fields Watts is, is questionable. Fields yeah. Stinks. Uh, you know, and then there's just a whole bunch of average all over you've the got place. Mahomes like Ma- and like Lawrence is else. a promise of what he might be. Mahomes, Dak, and was really good. S- Stafford, you know, Dak, would got Dak, never, yeah. got Dak yeah. never got there. Dak never got there. Dak never got there and he never will. It's bad, it's really bad right now. There's like five automatics, you know, and maybe I wouldn't three, even four. say
1: that. I wouldn't and even that's say why that. there's only like five. They don't teams win, the, teams they come John, none of these quarterbacks. I mean, they just they're not would, winning big games. Like Herbert can I, win the big game. I agree with this, Rob. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mahomes in the field. I, I, that's that's it. But there was a time, John, to your point a few minutes ago, where it was Mahomes and like ten other guys that are now out of the league. Right, it bums me so, out where Lamar's at too. I really like him, and he's just up and
3: down. He's a Running
0: back.
1: Down. <clears throat> yeah,
3: these
0: he's guys are, he's not he's not. These the guys,
1: I I don't know. And again, this Brady mentioned it, but I don't know how much of it is skill or how much of it is just preparation. There's less practices now. There's less uh, camps in the offseason. These guys are coming in. They're getting hurt sooner. To your point earlier, John, the offensive line, these guys don't seem ready. So all these players, and maybe it was for the right reasons, they're practicing less. They're doing a lot less. And they look under. And the product, honestly, it looks like it's suffering out in the field from the quarterbacks on down. So, yeah, the Patriots stink. And if you're a Patriots fan, all you really care about is that. But when you really look out the rest of the league, everyone loves the 49ers and for a lot of good reasons. But after that, there's no team that I'm, that I'd be scared about right now. And the league's wide open and that's not necessarily parody to me. That just means that there's just a lot of untapped potential.
2: I've enjoyed watching the last year or two. It no
0: doesn't seem like a good product. I would agree. It's been bad. I, I mean, the Cam Newton year was the worst was thing I've ever year. Seen. Well, we don't have time for baseball. We're at the two hour mark.
1: <laughs> baseball. Yeah. That's for the next show. Somebody just said, did I miss basketball talk? Yeah, Zach. You're two hours. Thank late, God buddy. for the
0: NBA. We're two hours. Rewind, Zach. Yeah.
1: People yeah. are gonna people who didn't watch Live tonight are gonna like turn on the show to me like two hours. Like,
0: what yeah. dumb shit did they talk we, about? We do appreciate uh <laughs> everyone who did hang out this long and listen to us ramble a little bit here. But yeah, yeah. that's it. That's
2: it. We By did the way, it. um, like I said, <sighs> no games till Tuesday, but I think we got practices
1: Friday, Saturday
0: that's good because i'm because i'm taking another weekend um and (laughs) then i'm locked in then i'm locked in i'm taking my
1: birthday weekend boys oh
0: yeah what's your birthday what day
1: 14th saturday any plans um i actually have a gig on saturday i'm playing a wedding cocktail hour in newport on my birthday when's the next Um, hunters i've been dying to get back to your hunters. hunters is october 21st it's a saturday afternoon all right that's coming up fast i'll be there next weekend not this weekend, next weekend. It's a day. It's a day gig, so it's a little different vibe. Bring the kids. <laughs> but I have um, this new place that I'm playing at Friday night in, in East Boston. Actually, I told I yeah. told Jelsa, I told the big man. Uh, he said he's going to come. Think he thinks he's going to come, but he might bail on me. It's called. Paza. if it's not, if,
0: it, if it's not downstairs from his place, <laughs> then no, he's not coming. It is walkable. But... If he can't take an elevator to it, he's not going. <laughs> yeah called Pazza on Porter. It's a late
1: one, eight, 8 to 11 p.m. So if anyone's looking for a nice That's Italian. When's that one? Nice Italian meal. This Friday. All right. all right. Go so see going to hang out there until midnight because, you know, it's like my birthday.
0: Go see Jimmy. Thank you guys for like hanging it. out. Uh, as always, uh, if you can, please support our sponsors. Uh, please. It starts with FanDuel. Yeah, uh, go to FanDuel.com slash Boston, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLS Media Network. Sign up now. Take advantage of this deal, 200 uh dollars in bonus bets when you bet five dollars uh can't go wrong with that also we want to tell you about uh you know if you're gonna do that you might as well do where is it
1: where's
2: my odds
0: are
1: oddsare.com yeah i'm gonna get it for you find it you've lost your eyesight over the summer i don't know if people I, have picked up on that
0: oh it went sooner than that there i noticed
1: i noticed that you can't see anymore there you go
0: OddsR.com slash Celtics. This is not a sports book. They just help you bet smarter. Sign up, OddsR.com slash Celtics. Go to OddsR.com slash Celtics. Download that app. Uh, You get a free trial, 30-day free trial. Definitely. Can't go wrong. And lastly, America's number one meal kit. That, of course, is HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash CLNS50. Get restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your home. Pre-portioned ingredients, a little menu card, and all you got to do is whip it up 15, 20 minutes later, and you have a restaurant-quality meal at home. No fuss, no muss, no grocery shopping, no prep work. Just get it and go. So that's it for us. Uh, We did talk basketball for a bit. We talked – Concert. I would say we, we did Jimmy's a good half. birthday. We talked yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Uh we covered it all. Thanks for hanging out. We'll probably do one more on. show this week. Uh yeah, at some point, or Bobby will have some Celtics coverage and then we're back next week with the Celtics preseason. Did you have something, Jimmy, before we go? There was a comment that said you guys should
1: do an all nighter some night and just talk about all four sports. We didn't even talk about the Bruins tonight. Opening night win for the Bees. Oh, we I did. Think- <laughs>
2: we do plenty of all-nighters don't worry
1: yeah that's true (laughs) i think the bees are gonna surprise some people this year they're not gonna like run train on the league but they're gonna end up like four or five i think
2: i'm feeling good about the Sox this off season too i think they're gonna make some moves i
0: how can you know that you don't know who's in charge yeah
2: what moves are they gonna make? we know who's in charge it's core whoever they put in there is just gonna be answering to him
0: that doesn't make sense to me i mean how are you gonna hire someone who can't hire a coach I don't understand what they're doing right now. They're firing coaches and retaining others. They're not doing anything. No, well, I those don't gu- understand. Those guys need I don't, to
1: go.
0: <laughs> I've I don't never care. seen I don't, a
1: worse third base coach. It was unbelievable. Do we want show? Do we want Otani now? Showtime, because he's might be a little more. more I think you try it, it like. just to get some buzz back in that building.
0: Oh God,
2: it's risky though. I it, love it is. Showtime. All right, we'll do this
0: another time. Thank you guys for hanging out, watching the Garden Report. <laughs>